Dix on Radio Dixie 91.3 KXDS Santa Clara. DSU Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3 is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now it's time for DSU Athletics. Yeah, what's going on, St. George? Welcome into another night of Dixie State football here on 91 Through the Blaze. I'm Jacob Zimmerman. I'll be joined by my good friend and color commentator, Martin Kelly, later in the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show. But let's start off with a recap so far of Dixie State season. They opened the year in St. George versus Sacramento State in a game that they held around and then, then couldn't pull it out in the second half. They lost 7-19. to 19. For some specifics on that game, they had uh, five points in the first half, gave up seven in the second, seven in the third, and then zero in the fourth. Dixie State only scored in the second quarter in that game. Willstead, 15-30, 159. That's kind of been a stat line we've seen from Willstead in both games. Let's look at the Weber State game from last week. This one, an ugly score. If you haven't heard it, it was an in-state rivalry game. Uh been a while since Weber State had played Dixie State. 41-3 to is the final score on that one. It was not a pretty game. I'll tell you what, though. Dixie State's defense really held up in the first half. It was 7-3 to for the longest time. Weber State finally scored a touchdown right before the half. Kind of sucked the soul and the momentum right from Dixie State. And in the second half, they just looked empty out there. They did not have the same success that they did on the defensive side of the football that they did in the first half. But the offense struggled all day. They kind of struggled all season. Willstead was 8 of 14, only 67 yards in this one, got sacked twice, threw a pick. Couldn't really get much going on on the ground. Had 112 on the ground. That's better than they did in the first week versus Sacramento State. So the offense is making strides, but not the strides that you want to see here in Division One play. So this week, we got UC Davis. Dixie State is at UC Davis in their first away game of the season. But before we get into that, Martin, I welcome in Martin Kelly, legend here at 91.3. Martin, what were your thoughts on Dixie State's performance against Weber State? Uh... First of all, it's good to be back on. Welcome. Oh, I can't even say the name, man. 913 to Blaze. I'm going to have to get used to that. I've been, you know, trained into the Radio Dixie title for a long time. I will still carry that title with me for a very long time. It's we'll how I started my career. Um, but back to Weber State here. Um, you know, you know, listen, it was it wasn't a really good game. It, honestly, it was a really hard game to watch at one point, but that's just how football goes. One week you are really good, the next week you look like crap. It's the same thing that I saw in the spring when it came to the game against Tarleton State and then it went to New Mexico State and then came back to Tarleton State, which was those first two games in the season were winnable, close games. And then you get to the second Tarleton game at home as part of one of the two home games in the spring, and you get blown out. And this was the same thing. In the first game, Dixie State felt good. They felt like they can hang with a team like Sacramento State, who puts up near 40 points per game. And they almost won that game. Just two drops would have gave Dixie State a two-point win in that game. I believe that to this day because the defense was holding up throughout that game. 
And the week after, Weber State came down and, and shut down the idea that Dixie State has, you know what, somewhat of, of an opportunity to get back into the game. And when that happened, they they missed out on some opportunities. Dixie State's got to come better this week against UC Davis. Yes, everybody's telling me they're ranked. Yes, they're telling me they're a better football team. Yes, everybody's telling me I'm crazy and thinking Dixie State has a chance to win tonight. I believe they do. I believe they do, Jacob. UC Davis is a really good football team. They have played one bad team, one good team on the schedule. Yes, you can talk to me about Tulsa and how they've hung with Ohio State today yes. and how that's the best team on UC Davis' schedule right now. And they beat Tulsa. <clears throat> By two points. Let's add that into it. By two points. That was not a walkaway game. You can't judge that team on the second game beating San Diego 53-7, to a mediocre FCS team in San Diego. They're more like a D2 team at this point. So, the takeaway from UC Davis is, you know, they're a really good football team, but are they legit? I don't know, and, and I, I'm not a fair to judge on that because I don't follow UC Davis as close, but I believe Dixie State has a chance in this game where they fix some things on the offensive side of the ball. they got to be a little more simple in their play calling, in their run design, stop trying to get too cute, just run the counters, run the trays with Conley, with Robles, and finally give themselves a bit of breathing room when it comes to their passing game because Cody can throw the 40- and 50-yard bombs, and when he's got time off of play action and and the opportunity to throw the bombs down the field to Keith Davis, to Jalen Powell, to, you know, Quali Conley, to, you know, to other guys, you know, Dixie State has a chance. I like it. I like it. I remember that spring season, and now we're here in fall play. The first fall schedule here for Dixie State in Division One play. It's an exciting year, facing a lot of really good ranked teams. And UC Davis comes in ranked 12th in this one. But, Martin, you touched on something. Cody can throw the 40-yard, 50-yard bomb. He sure can. But I haven't seen a whole lot of attempts, and I think that's kind of why why it's because Devin Osborne hasn't been playing. He's been hurt with a hamstring injury. I've been asking around, trying to get word on whether he's going to play tonight. I personally don't know. I don't know if you know, Martin. I do not know. I haven't seen um, I haven't seen Osborne around campus a whole lot. I run into him very amount, so I haven't really seen him. I haven't really talked to him either. I would know a couple guys that would know some things about that. Maybe I could get into that um, here later in the pregame show or when we do the game itself, but you know, I mean, got to get him healthy. If he's out for another couple weeks, make sure he's healthy and ready for the heart of the season and make sure he's ready for the end of the season. He's going to matter. This is the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show. We're getting ready for Dixie State at UC Davis. When we come back after this short break, we'll get into the game. We'll dive into what to expect. Martin will get some keys to the game from you, and you'll give us kind of a better idea in who UC Davis is. This is Jacob Zimmerman and Martin Kelly bringing you Dixie State football here on 91.3 The Blaze. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. 
my humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket. But it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Of course. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, oak tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. What's going on, St. George? You ready for some football? I know I am. Jacob Zimmerman here for 91-3 The Blaze. We're getting prepped. We're getting started for what is going to be the third game in Dixie State's first fall Division I schedule. Exciting time to be a trailblazer. But they're facing off against the number 12th ranked team in FCS in the UC Davis Aggies. Martin can you tell us a little bit more about UC Davis? Kind of fill us in, give some background on what we can expect from them. Yeah, they're a very good football team. UC Davis, they're 2-0 and on the season. They beat Tulsa 19-17. to They beat San Diego 53-7. to This is a very young team, Jacob. They have 13 seniors or graduates on this team. Very young and the underclassmen. More sophomores, more juniors than you would think. They tend to give up a lot of yards. In the passing game, they've given up over okay. 200 yards per game. In that sense, they can put up a lot of points, so they can counteract the fact that they give up a lot of yards in the passing game. They put up about 36 yards points per game. They also have a very lethal quarterback um, in, I apologize, Hunter Rodriguez. That's who he is. Six foot, 170 junior out of Rockland, California. Went to America River College. He's got six touchdowns in the air. He's got one touchdown on the ground. He averages 5.6 yards a carry, so he's a threat on the ground and in the air. Um, <clears throat> you know, they, this team likes to pass it more. They like to throw for about 300 yards per game. They like to run it for about 110 on the ground. They're a very good third-down defense, only giving up six third-down attempts. So they've given, us, they've given up six third-down conversions out of 27 attempts to their opponents in the first two games. Wow. That's pretty good. Dixie State's going to have to clean that up because they have been struggling on third-down to convert those third-downs to keep the drives alive. But UC Davis likes to be in penalty issues as well. They've had almost 12 to 13 penalties per game, which more. says he they can be a little undisciplined, a little bit more aggressive with the top guys in, this, that line. In, so, in the Dixie Division One era in in the division one games give him the chances he will reward you you just got to give him time in the run game and that's exactly what dixie state needs to do and how about another guy in Jalen powell we've seen this guy 
about 100 yards total on the season in two games. He had 48 against Sac State. He had 55 against Weber State. Maybe he keeps going on the trend he's on. Maybe he finishes with at least 60 on the day. He had six grabs last week along of 18. I think this is the guy who needs to get a lot of touches if you're Dixie State. He is great in open space. He can make guys miss, multiple guys miss on lots of plays I saw last week. Just can't really turn it into a whole lot. Kind of a prevent defense, a safe defense really limits him. Uh, he's really your best guy for your short to intermediate routes, and that's why Devin Osborne's so crucial having him in the longer routes. But that's a guy who you can look out for tonight. Another guy, Keith Davis. Uh, Davis almost had that touchdown, that key touchdown against Sac State that would have made it a really close game. Uh, but that one, unfortunately, was not a completed pass. Uh, other, uh, Some other guys you can look out for on this Dixie State team. Martin, who do you who do you think could be another guy? I know there's Malcolm Ross Turner. Are there any guys who we're kind of overlooking? What about the defensive side of the football? We haven't talked about that yet. I know there's Malaki Malaki. Yeah, Malaki Malaki. Darius Nash. You know, you got um I'm trying to think of uh, Devin Chandler. You got, you know, Keith, I mean not Keith, uh yeah, Powell Gofi on the Pi- D line. Kyle Floyd, Trace Toupe, Isaac Futo. I mean, you got all the guys up front as well. And I'm gonna have to work on the pronunciation tonight. So bear with me tonight, guys. I apologize about that, Paul. Paul Gofi, you know, you know, you brought up Tanu Vasa. I mean, these guys just play till the whistle. They play hard. Their front seven is solid. They got to be a little bit more. It, it, UC Davis is going to attack their bracket cover two scheme tonight. We'll see how well they can, you know, interact with that and, and stay ahead of that. I think they have a chance to do that, um, but they just got to be a little more consistent with it, and I think they'll be fine. Defensively, they look good. They don't look, you know, so out of out of touch. They look like they can play, but we'll see how we'll see how they do. Right now, we're seeing some highlights on the ESPN Plus stream. We saw Cody Wilson's touchdown run in Week One. We saw Kennelly Robles' uh, catch and run. That was also a really good play last week against Weber State. So we'll have to see what highlights we can get this week. It's going to be an exciting game. I don't know who's going to pop off, but we are looking forward to it. We'll take another quick break for the National Anthem. When we come back, it'll be the kickoff in Dixie State's third game of the D1 schedule. You're here with Jacob and Martin on 91.3 The Blaze. Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. This is a public service announcement test from takemefishing.org to determine if you need a fishing license and boat registration before heading out on the water. Let us begin. Are you a bear? Do you have a beak? Do you have plumage? Please tell me you answered no, which means you need to get a fishing license and have your boat registered because it helps local conservation efforts protect the very natural resources you enjoy boating and fishing in for generations to come. Do your part at TakeMeFishing.org. What if you didn't care about being on the fast track instead of flying to the big interview? What if you flew somewhere else altogether? 
like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see. What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. Hi, I'm Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Kickoff is just seconds away in California and back here in St. George. We're watching the stream. We can't wait to bring you guys this game. I'm Jacob Zimmerman. I'm joined by my color commentator, Martin Kelly. What's up? But you probably have heard Dixie State is playing a volleyball game right now. You want to know what's going on? They're playing SUU. Yesterday, they played SUU as well. They were actually up in Cedar for that one. For this one, they're at St. George. And our buddy, James Guerin, James Guerin was on the call for me in the past two games. He will be stopping by. He's going to give us an update on volleyball. But the last I heard was uh, it was one-to-one going into the third set. So can Dixie State get revenge? They lost in a five-set grueling tough loss to SUU last night. Hopefully they get the rebound if you're a Trailblazer fan. But this one is underway. Just had the kickoff and here the Aggies come out onto the field. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Hunter Rodriguez is their quarterback here. He's he's had six touchdowns on the season. He's got over 300, excuse me, over 600 yards in that as well. And Rodriguez with the handoff. Ball handed off to, this is number 34, Alonzo Gill- Gilliam Jr. Yeah, he's he's their big back. He's their number one big back. He's a little short, but you can see him on the screen here as we describe him to me. He's a little stocky. He's a he's a good kid. He's you know he's going to show that he's got a lot of talent here as Dixie State lines up in the second down. And here's the handoff. This one again to Gilliam Jr., and Gilliam isn't going to go anywhere. Wrapped up at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, just just straight up the middle. Dixie State, you got to remember, Dixie State's front seven is, is better than most people think. Malaki Malaki in the middle wearing number three for them. So I, Dixie State's going to have to keep all that run inside of them to get a chance here. Hand off again to Gilliam Jr. Gilliam making guys miss and breaks some tackles, picking up the first down gain of about 12. I mean, what what else do I say, man? Gillian Jr. just runs the counter tray outside there. Just bounces inside that hole right there. Cuts it back again. I mean, this kid is just so fast and so good. On that first play from scrimmage, we saw Malaki Malaki in there on the tackle getting (laughs) some action. I'm glad to see him because I know he had an injury at some point last week. Yeah, I, I don't think it was too serious considering he's playing. Rodriguez, man in motion. That's Holton. He's going to get the ball and lots of room, making guys miss. He's still going, and Hutton will pass 
the 30-yard line. Big pickup there from the Aggies. You know what? They teach you in practice how to tackle right there, and Dixie State just could not get a hand on him. He's squirmy. This kid just knows how to run really good. And, and one person, another person, it was two people before Darius Nash came back from his side of the field to make the tackle. Dixie State's got to be better in that situation. Another man in motion fakes the handoff. Here's the handoff to Gilliam Jr. Stumbling and gets about five on the carry. Tackled by Grayson. Grayson right there with a nice hit right there on the ball. Was trying to pop it free, but it did not come free. Just Gillian kid can take a hit, man. And you know what? He is impressive. He checks out the game. Here's the handoff. And making guys miss a stiff arm. Nice move there from number three. That's Lan Larison. Larison, he just did exactly what UC Davis is doing right here, man. They're running the ball. They're running the ball. They're running the ball. I think they're comfortable with this run game because they're getting everything they want because of this cover two scheme for Dixie State. There's not a whole lot of pressure up front to force them to pass the ball. Dixie State's got to come up with a scheme here and when they when they get off the field. Hunter Rodriguez is going to come out to the sideline in Wildcat formation. Here's Larison taking it himself, and he will fall just a yard short of the end zone. Dixie State's front seven has to play better here. UC Davis has been getting eight, nine, ten yards already on runs. They have absolutely nothing stopping them ahead of them. Dixie State's got to put more guys in the box, got to force those runs outside so that their corners can get to the tackle. Malaki Malaki's got to get in the right spots. How about that offensive line? They look huge. And here's the snap in the shotgun. The handoff to Gilliam Jr., and he will walk in. Touchdown, Aggies. Yeah, that was just too easy. UC Davis came out with a game plan. They were going to run it, run it, run it, run it, run it, and they did. And Dixie State looking shell-shocked after giving up first down after first down. We've kind of seen that the past two weeks, their defense. I said it at the beginning of the season that the trend was going to be they're going to bend but not break. We'll see how long they go before they break. And here's the extra point. It's up, and it's through the uprights. That makes it a 7-0 ball game. Back here in St. George, we'll send you out to a commercial break, but we'll come right back where Dixie State will take over on offense down 7. You're here with Jacob Zimmerman, Martin Kelly, and thanks to Ken Garf, St. George for Lincoln. We appreciate the sponsor here on 91.3 The Blaze. This is Dixie State football here on 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. It's back to the action for DSU athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Jalen Powell back deep to return for the Trailblazers after they just gave up a scoring drive to the Aggies. 7-0 ball game. Plenty of time left in the first quarter. Powell has got the ball, takes it out, out past the 20, and will get knocked out of bounds along the 22-yard line. 
Yeah, he has some running room on that sideline to the right side here for Dixie State. Just just could not get it. You know, Dixie State, UC Davis, Dixie State football here on 91-3. The blaze here is Dixie State will now come out on offense here. Cody Wilstead is not starting. We're going to get a new starting Whoa. quarterback here, number 12. I think this is Oblad. Yes, it is. Kenyon Oblad. So interesting decision. Oblad came in and moved the ball. He picked up five first downs kind of in the final drive for Dixie State last week and was responsible for half their total touchdowns on the day. Excuse me, first downs. And that first play, Annalie Robles is met in the backfield, lost a two. Yeah, Drew Robles tried to bounce it to the outside there. They were trying to run a counter run to that side, and they just could not really get anything. Dixie State, you know, trying to push everything to one side of the ball and try to get some more open running lanes. It didn't work. Here's the snap to Oblad. He's going to fire this one deep, intended for Powell, incomplete. Yeah, he was trying to connect with Jalen Powell there. The UC Davis had a really good coverage on that play right there with number 10, uh, Grant, uh, excuse me, Jalen White, the DB for UC Davis. Really good coverage there as Dixie State's going to be in a tough third down and 10 here. Actually, excuse me, third down and 12 because they lost two yards on that Robles run. So here's a pistol set. Got trips to the left. Kenyon clapping for the ball. Looks towards the sideline. He's got Robles behind him. Robles going to step out to the right. Still in shotgun. Receivers spread out. Here's the snap. And here's the throw. And diving grab in and out of the hands of Powell. That sets up fourth and long. Yeah, Jalen Powell had it right there. He just could not corral it in before he went out of bounds. Dixie State. Going right away, three and out on this drive right here. We said UC Davis does not like to give up a whole lot of third down conversions. Only six of 28 attempts on the season. It's pretty good for a defense to only give up six third down conversions. Dixie State fell into that trap, and here they're going to punt. So the first time we're seeing on the season the white jerseys from Dixie State. I personally like these a little bit better than the red. I think the red helmet and white jersey just looks nice. And here's the punt. Once and Dixie State goes to a blue jersey, it'll be good. And met Carey for about three yards before he's tackled around the 41-yard line where the Aggies will take over on O. Yeah, you know what? So far, kind of a game most people would expect to UC Davis to kind of run away with this one early. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I still think Dixie State's got a chance in this game, but we just got to see. We'll take a quick break here on 91.3. When we come back, the Aggies will take over on offense once again to try to extend their lead. This is Dixie State football on 91.3 The Blaze with Jacob and Martin. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's at 58 years old. For me, it was heart-wrenching. It takes a toll on everyone. I mean, it's a depressing disease to watch unfold before your eyes. You just don't see the the person's souls like gone. This disease just ravages a family. It changes your life. The magnitude of it is indescribable. Now is the moment to stop Alzheimer's disease. Call Bright Focus at 855-345-6237. 
It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Yeah, welcome back to the action here, live from St. George, from the Jennings Building, here where we have the Radio Dixie Studios. So, Sacramento, not Sacramento State, excuse me, UC Davis will take over on offense here in a couple seconds. Dixie State, their first possession on offense was a three and out, and it was very interesting to see the headline of this game so far, I must say. Canyon Oblad getting the start. We've seen Cody Wilstead in the past two games. We saw Oblad come in to finish last game. It was in garbage time, so I did not expect this benching of Wilstead. Martin, were you surprised to see Cody on the bench to start the game? Not at all. If you go back to the 2019 season before we had the COVID-2020 season, Keaton Mott, Keen Mott and Cody Wilstead both came in for the job. They Coach Paul Peterson back then when he was calling plays and as the head coach, he would rotate both Cody and Keaton in the game at the same time from time to time. One quarterback would have some success with the run and with the pass, and then the other one would have you know less success. So it's, this is not a surprise to me that Dixie stays using two-quarterback system. Rodriguez hands the ball off on the jet sweep, and that one picks up just about two yards. Dixie State defense may have, may have made some adjustments. Hopefully they made some adjustments after watching that first drive as UC Davis just ran down the field. Hopefully Dixie State's come up with a better plan. I believe that carry was from Trent Tompkins. Only for actually a, listed as a quarterback. Only a yard, too. He's in motion again. And another man in motion. Pistol set. Snap to Rodriguez. Fakes the handoff. A little play action here. Throws the comeback route. It's complete. Making a man miss. And out towards the 35-yard line. That one complete to the running back. That's Lan Larison. You know, I saw the coverage right there. Williams on the coverage. Kobe Williams was supposed to be the corner on Larison right there. And he was about 10 yards off. He gave him all the room he wanted. And when he tried to break back to the ball, he was just late on it. He kind of questioned himself. He could have probably got there in time before the ball came, but just made a second adjustment on it and it was not a good one. Williams looks like a linebacker out there at 5'11", 205. Here's the snap and the handoff to Gilliam Jr. Making guys miss and picks up about seven, eight yards on the carry. I know Dixie State is trying to keep everything inside. They want to keep all the runs inside, but that's exactly what UC Davis wants as well. You have to force them to bounce it outside, force more pressure inside that defense, I mean, from that defensive line inside, and the runs will bounce outside and the help will be there. But if everybody's on the outside and no one's in the middle, there's gashes and runs for all day. And here's a little wildcat. We still Gilliam Jr. bouncing out the outside, stiffen arm guys, and he falls down at the seven-yard line. They're making plays all the way down in the red zone. If you notice already in this game, for everybody's listening or anybody who's watching this game on ESPN Plus, um, you see Davis is only throwing the ball once. And again, Hand off gonna... again to Gilliam, and he's going to be tackled right around the goal line. There is a flag on the field. Maybe an offsides on Dixie State is what I'm thinking. 
It's Malaki. Malaki's down a little bit. Looks like one, of his, right. one of his shoulders hurts, and they're yep. going to call penalty against Dixie State. So UC Davis actually ranked 14th, not 12th. And that interesting call out there, Martin. They've only thrown the ball once, you said? Once. Wow, they've just been pounding the way they know what they have in their offensive line. The Dixie State's D-line not able to get a good push here. 8-0-1 left in the first quarter. UC Davis knocking on the door. Here's the handoff to Gilliam Jr. again, and he's in. Touchdown, UC Davis. Yeah, this one's going to be a little ugly. So the first two drives of the game just marching down the field. Dixie State's defense with no response. Five yards there, six yards there, eight yards there. Picking up the first down, also eating some clock. Not a ton of huge plays yet, but, I mean, they're following exactly what they want to do. And a bit of trickeration here on the extra point. Very interesting formation. There's like eight guys out to the left. The guy scrambling around. He's making a play towards the end zone. He's in on the two-point conversion. I don't know how That's you Tompkins. I don't know how you screw that up when everybody was lined up to one side. He had more men inside the middle of the field to stop that two-point conversion there. Dixie State's gonna have to get their stuff together here real quick. So that's Trent Tompkins, the quarterback. And here's the replay on the Gilliam Jr. touchdown. He's in. That makes it a 15-0 ball game. 747 left in the first quarter. When we come back after this break. Dixie State will take over on offense. Can Oblad lead the troops down the field and score a touchdown? Find out in just a couple of moments. This is Dixie State football here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. So when you get to the corner of Smith and Orchard, you're going to want to take a You left. are not going to Then what you're going to do is turn on to Marcy and just broke up and go past and the first three she's lights happy about and then it. take the next left. I don't Really think five she's more happy, blocks, but and you should be there. Right to judge, right? Park anyway, on the right. That's I'll what see I you heard later last tonight. Night. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Imagine me, a dog, moving in with a human. I didn't know how it would work. Turns out... My human's pretty entertaining. For instance, every time I give my human his ball, he throws it as far as he can. And I'm like, dude, that's your ball. So I go get it. But he just throws it. Again. I gotta say, though, the more he does it, the funnier it is. I love my human. 
A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back. Welcome back to Dixie State Football. Another installment, another exciting Saturday night where Dixie State plays a ranked opponent in FCS Division I action. And the Trailblazers will take the field here in a second. If you haven't heard the news already, Cody Wilstead not starting in this one is Kenyon Oblak. Gilliam Jr. on the rushing touchdown. Some trickery on the two-point conversion. And we find ourselves in a 15-0 ball game. The Aggies over the Blazers. The snap, the handoff to Canelli Robles, and he, not going down, but finally is stopped for no gain. Yeah, I would abandon the run game at this point. You got to throw the ball every single down here to basically get back into this game. I know it's only 7.20 left to go here in the first quarter, but when you're down 15 nothing, running for one or two yards is not going to help you. Dixie State's going to have to come up with some huge plan here. I don't know what they're going to do. Oblad in the shotgun. Three receivers to his left. He's looking left. The throw in and out of the hands of Jalen Powell. Incomplete. That's the second drop by Jalen Powell already tonight, and excluding the coverage that he was on the first time that they tried to get it to him. Try to get it to some other guys. I know, you know, I, I know he's your number one, and, and I, I know he's coming up with as many attempts as he can, but already another third down. It's a third down and long, too. Dixie trying to get their offensive formation set and had a 12th man on the field running off now. Oblad clapping for the ball. He gets it, dropping back. He's got a man in and incomplete. That one intended for Malcolm Ross Turner. I'm just not sure where the ball was going on that one. Malcolm Ross Turner was coming on a comeback route to the left and Oblad kind of threw it to his right and Ross wasn't expecting that. There's got to be some communication you know, uh, disruption on the sideline. I'm not sure why, but Dixie State's going to have to kind of get it fixed here. They're in a really tough hole. Yeah, it kind of looks like they're just not used to the playbook. So DSU will punt again on fourth down. Another three and out for Dixie State, and this one is received at the 35-yard line across midfield, across 40, and that is number one. That's that is the DB. That's Isaiah Thomas. I'm not on sure. The return. I'm not sure what number 81 for Dixie State, the long snapper, is doing there. He got all the way down the field on the coverage, was right in front of him as White was catching the ball here and hesitated before he could tackle him. What are you doing? Keep going straight at him and tackle him at the legs or try to disrupt his run through the hole that he was trying to attack. Instead, he hesitated. Instead, he waited for him to come back to him. He did not come back to him. He ran away from him, and he got a good run. You either got to go right at him immediately, or you got to chop down and just try to get him up. And if you don't do either one of those, he's going to blow right by you like we just saw. But sitting there waiting for him to come to you, sitting in the hole, waiting for you, and 
kind of given this lazy choppiness of your legs to try to stay in it. It's not going to be good enough. Dixie State's got to attack. Let's look at those live stats. I always love looking at these during the game. With 6.49 to go in the first quarter, score is 0-15. to Game comparison, total yards. Dixie State, negative 2. The Aggies of UC Davis, 131. Those 131 yards come off of 25 passing yards, and the bulk of the day is off of the 106 yards. A ton of those, 65 of those, come from Gilliam Jr., number 34, the running back. Some stats for Dixie State. Kenyon Oblad got the start. But I think it's time to welcome in here in just a few moments. I'll welcome in. We have a third member of our team joining us. I let you guys know a little bit sooner that Dixie State Volleyball was having a game wrap up. And last I heard, they were in the third set. It was one-to-one. We now welcome in the third member of our team, James Guaranteed Garen, who is just on the call for Dixie State Volleyball. James, tell us what happened against SUU. Hey, how's it going? What's um, up? You know, it was actually a great game. Nice. They got the win. It was their yeah. first win of the season. Woo! So they won in four sets against SUU. Uh, they were playing. They played each other last night up in Cedar, and SUU beat them in five sets. So it was kind of cool to see uh, Dixie State beat them in four sets okay. and, and get their first win on the season. So it was really cool to see that. So who were some of the standout performers in this game? So um, if any of you guys know volleyball players, I mean, Meg Trainer's still... She's a beast. She was still there. She wasn't getting as much action, and neither was Jordan Nelson. It seemed like they kind of switched up their rotations really? a little bit. Yeah. So there was Jordan, some... Jordan always has a ton of assists. She wasn't the main setter today. It was kind of a different strategy, and I don't know if that's how they've been doing it all season long, mm. but it's been a different look for them tonight than it than has been in recent years, so... It's new faces are in on the team, but it's it's really exciting. We'll come right back to you get to James. Uh, the game has resumed. A great kickoff return from the Aggies. 15-0 ball game. If you're just joining us, 6-18 on the clock in the first quarter. Dixie trying to get a stop. Has had two three and outs on offense to start the game. And here's Rodriguez scrambling out to the right. Passes the line of scrimmage, and he's wrapped up by number 17, Tyrell Grayson. And that's UC Davis' second attempt in a passing game tonight. And again, right there, Dixie State's cover two, bracket-type style you know, coverage. Stayed right there and forced Rodriguez to run. He's got the ability to run outside the pocket. He's got the ability to pick up some yardage. Good tackle in the middle of the field. So, Martin, something you said in our Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln pregame show. As we're going to get a third down attempt here and it's incomplete, so UC Davis will punt the ball. You said that UC Davis is a pass-heavy team. Well, that is not at all what has been the game plan against Dixie State. Different teams require different game plans. I think they may have saw a weakness somewhere in Dixie State's D-line. They think their O-line is a lot better, and they've been right. It's working, and Martin, they're actually going for a really long field goal James, I know you love to talk about field goals. You are a kicker yourself, but this one, a long one. I think this is going to be 47. 45, 47 is the call, wow. and that is a beautiful a good one. Kick. Oh. Nope, no good. It 
just fell two yards short. It was short. It was short. Oh, that looked good on my end. Yeah, wow. The accuracy was there. Just not enough <clears throat> behind it. It's tough to kick a 47-yarder, especially with that much of a distance. It's not really a true traditional kick by most a lot. Not not a whole lot by a lot of college kickers. Not a whole lot of college kickers can really kick that well. I can. But I, I want to go. In your dreams. You know you can't <laughs> kick that well. Stop saying that. I you... have a 47-yard record no, in my don't. leg. Yes, I did. Has no, begun. you don't. Call up my high school. No, you don't. <laughs> That's high school. That's what are right. you talking about? High school. I didn't say I played college. They wouldn't let me play. DC oh, State takes over on offense. Here's the hand off to Conley. Conley finds the outside, picks up five before. And he gets I think someone out. has been listening to my, you know, notes before the pregame show. What did I say? You got to give the ball to Conley. Conley is a very patient runner. Knows how to find those holes on the outside and on the inside. He did it right there. I like that run. Keep him in the game. Do not. I don't have anything against Robles, but Conley's the better runner. Conley to the left. Here's the throw to Conley, and that one over the head of the defender, incomplete. Oblast got to make that decision faster. He waited too long. He tried to keep reading the field, and he tried to make sure. He knew the check down was there, but he kept trying to read the field, trying to read the field, and then when he finally went to his check down, he threw it too far ahead of him for Conley. Otherwise, if he would have got to him, he probably scores a touchdown. Again, a third down here for Dixie. Always got to be careful when you throw the ball to the flat. If it's late, often it's a pick six. Oblad in the shotgun. Pressure comes. There's the throw tip, and in and out of the hands, almost intercepted from UC Davis. And that is exactly why he is not a wide receiver. The <laughs> ball was gifted to him on this play, and he just wow. lets it fall to the ground Tipped aimlessly. right in his hands. No, that's a, that's a tougher catch than most people think. People think catching a tip ball is very easy as a penalty is going to go against UC Davis. They'll give Dixie State a first down. Tip ball drills, they used to do it in practice. It was always something that cornerbacks and wide receivers struggle because you just don't know where the ball's coming. That is number 23, Jordan Perryman, the DB, who almost had the pick. If you're a D1 athlete, that's one that you wish you could have back. Here's the snap. Obled in the shotgun. A little screen pass. Wide open is Conley. Conley across midfield, across the 40, all the way down to the third lead, trying to hurdle a guy before he's finally knocked out. Great play. Best play of the day from the Dixie State offense so far. I'll say it again. I love I love Drew Robles. He was my roommate. I'll still love him to the day I can no longer live. He's a great running back. But Drew, just something about Conley. Conley's sitting in the hole right there on that screen. He knew exactly where it was going to come. He knew exactly where it was going to run. Great block there by Andre. Excuse me, uh, Nathan Aceves on the on the block there on the screen. Great run there. We I know we've seen that play in the spring. We saw that play, I believe, in the first game against Sac State, and that one almost a fumble. They're going to call that an incomplete pass. Caleb Veach, you got to catch the ball. You're a tight end, man. Catch the ball, please. <laughs> got to catch that one, man. That was an easy first down right there. So Dixie State moving the ball for the first time on offense. Dixie State's offense just about left the field with the ref signaling for them to stay on. There's a discussion. I think there's a dis- I think there was a discussion on the UC Davis side. I'm not sure what's going on. And we'll play ball. Dixie State on the 28-yard line. They're in an empty set. Second and long. 
Here's a snap to Oblad. Looking left, throws, and that ball goes nowhere. Some confusion on the routes. Again, another misconfusion route there. Oblad had it on the last drive, and this time he had it with Conley there as Conley went inside, and Oblad expecting to go outside there. It'll be a third down. Shotgun set, trips right. Conley to the left. Looking right is Oblad. Facing pressure, gets rid of it. Low throw, but complete across the middle to number zero. That's Jalen Powell. They're going to give him the first down there, I think. And Jalen Powell sat right in the middle of the coverage there. Oblad put it right where only Powell could go get it. That's a nice catch by Jalen right there. I wish college didn't have that rule. If you're down with the ball, you're down for forever. In the NFL, you're not down unless you're touched. And I think that's a better rule because I think I really think he could have got up and scored. Oblad clapping for it. He gets it. Looking right again. Has a man. That's complete to Malcolm Ross Turner inside the 10 for a pickup of about seven. And nothing wrong with that right there. Anytime you get positive yards on the play, you're doing something right. Right there, it was just a nice, simple screen. It looked like that they were playing pass defense away from the ball and very easy for a blod to find the seven-yard game. Dixie State moving the ball against UC Davis, trying to get on the scoreboard. 358 left in the first quarter, 15-0 for the Aggies. Here's Oblad dropping back. Throws to the end zone, jump ball, and that is looked like it's complete to Jalen Powell. Powell says he had it. He wants a replay. He bobbled it as he came down, but he ended up coming with the ball. I really think he had that one. I really, really, really do. I'm being a little biased there with Dixie State, but I really replay. think he had that one. Bobbled it. He jumped. Mossed him. Had the foot down. The problem is the ball bounced out of his hands. <sighs> but now, that's he because he landed possession. on the ground. That's not because of some action on the field. But he here's, here's what they're going to call him, Martin. Because he landed out of bounds and the ball left his hands after he had hit out of bounds, even though he caught it, he was not back inbounds when he regained possession. Very bad rule, football. Very bad rule. That's what it is. And here's the screen pass again to Conley. Quali Conley scores. That's seven on the board for Dixie State. They find the end zone for the first time in two weeks. That's Quali Conley's first touchdown of the season. It's a passing touchdown. He had three touchdowns in the spring. Congrats to him on getting one of his first true Division I FCS touchdowns. Great drive there by Dixie State. Great way to respond back. And we needed to see those screen plays last week. We didn't really see a lot of them. And I think that's one of the best plays, one of the best little nifty plays you can get. Pick up any yard you can, however you can do it. And I love the screen call. The extra point is up and good. That makes it a 15-7 to ball game. We'll keep this one right here. James, I wanted to get more information for me, for Martin, for everybody listening on kind of the standouts of what you saw from the Dixie State volleyball game against SUU? So, it was new names. New names. Okay. Uh, new head coach. It's not Coach Robin Felder anymore. Who is the new coach again? Um, I have my notes right here. It's a Polynesian uh, Camila Hafoka. So, yes. she is a Polynesian. She's been the uh, assistant head coach for the last two seasons under Coach Felder. So, they felt like she was the best option available to keep what Coach Felder had started at Dixie State. So, I mean, Coach Felder was there for a long, long time. I think it was about 15 seasons. 16. She, I think it was 15 16. or 16. It was right One around there. Um, but she had has literally been through everything. And I was talking about this today about Jordan Nelson. Uh, 
Jordan Nelson in her five years has played in three different conferences. So oh, wow. they started off in the Pac West her freshman year, and then they went to the Yarmac for the one year. Now they're in the WAC. So it's been kind of a journey, you know, specifically for Jordan Nelson because she's a senior. They have other seniors, but she was the only one wouldn't there have been, since their freshman year. Wouldn't it have been two years with the RMAC? I know it was two seasons. I think it was only one year. Football might have been two seasons, but I think every other sport was just one season. No, basketball and had a two really seasons. good return here in the football game as making guys miss. That is. Number three, Lan Laris in the running back with a huge return. Another one that goes at least 60 yards for UC Davis as they are trying to capitalize on that good field goal position. Yeah, back back to the football game. No disrespect against the volleyball. We love the volleyball here, but back to the football game that's that's in front of us. Yeah, just uh, what what to say about that. Just a great run. Great Tyrell kickoff run. Grayson, the one who saved the touchdown. He starts on defense. You can't be that sloppy on special teams, especially with a team that likes to score a lot of points. This team, the UC Davis, likes to score 36 points per game. you got to play better in the special teams. Man in motion, bottom of the screen. That's Harold. Here's the handoff to Gilliam Jr. that goes nowhere. Malaki Malaki in the backfield for the tackle. The turf monster. The turf monster makes his first appearance on the night. It got his feet before he can actually get to the offensive line. Otherwise, I think he would have picked up about three yards on that run. It will be a, about a yard loss. And you see Davis in a bit of a, in a bit of position where they could be a little vulnerable here. Lan Larson checks back into the game, lines up as a receiver. He's the man in motion, and he will get the handoff. Here's Larison, right side. Tackle made by Tyrell Grayson. The thing I liked about what Dixie State's adjustments they have done is that they put Malaki Malaki on the outside and they put number 38 in the middle. Um, I apologize. Uh, Will Yoda. Yeah, he's a little bit more of a, of, a, of a better reader when it comes to the runs. Nothing against Malaki Malaki, but he's so good in the passing coverage and he's so good as an outside rusher that that would be a better position for him to sit in. And I get it. You know, you want him to represent the number three, but this is a good spot for Dixie State to get off the field. And here's the pressure. Rolling out to the left is Rodriguez, and he is sacked. Malaki Malaki gets the sacky sacky. <laughs> and you've been waiting to say that for three weeks. I have. Finally have yes. been able to say it. So, wow. You know what? Listen, now it's just great coverage by Dixie State. Again, I keep mentioning this cover two bracket style defense that Dixie State likes to run. Everything likes to stay in front, and everything likes to stay on the outside and get it covered. If the middle of the field is open, it will be open. But if not, that defense is good. That defense is just good. Here's another rollout play. This one complete oh, to no. Gilliam Jr. in the flat. Good oh, tackle got a nice there. tackle. That's a good tackle. That one made there by number 26. That is Cajun Smith, Bezgroix. Big, big, big stop by this Dixie State defense after giving up that good run on the kickoff return. The two touchdowns back-to-back. Dixie State is back in this game. I don't know whether they're going to take the lead or tie this game, but for the moment, the momentum has swung back into Dixie State's corner. And you're right about that. The defense really has hung tight the last two possessions. The first one, I mean, they just practically let them walk and march all down the field and then found the end zone. But the last two drives have been different. And Dixie State's defense starting to show us what we've seen more 
in the first two games, especially that first game from Sac State. You know what? To bring it up with James, too, he can mention this as well, watching football and watching volleyball. When you make in-game adjustments and those in-game adjustments work, they're successful and they hide all the mistakes you made early in the game, and then everybody forgets about that, and they all talk about how you were successful on those other drives that where you made those in-game adjustments, and Dixie State making the right in-game adjustments. I don't know whether they're sustainable or they're temporary, but Dixie State are making the right moves. Last play incomplete to Powell. They all ran comebacks, just confusion on who it was thrown to, I guess. Third pass in confusion. Oh, blood. Hands it off to Conley. Conley with a hole across the middle. Stumbles, and he's tackled around the 31-yard line. This is going to set up a third and short. Conley just good, good eyes, good, good, good speed, good weight, <laughs> good quickness, and just good adjustments on that run. And here's third and manageable. Dixie trying to get some momentum here on offense. Third down here for Dixie. Man in motion, top of the screen, fakes the handoff. Oblad rolling out. He's going to take it himself. Picks up the first down a little more and he'll fall around the 38-yard line. And sometimes when your receivers aren't open, you got to rely on your feet. Now, Oblad, not too sure if he's known for his feet, but right there he showed a little bit that, hey, you know, if I have the pocket collapsing, I can get you a first down. Do we know if it's Oblad, Oblad? Oblad. Oblad. Uh, Oblad. But nothing against James. I know he's a little – he's still used to the roster. Oblad. Oblad. Eh. Oblad. We'll have to talk to the coach. Tomato, tomato. Here's the orbit screen. Here's the handoff. Conley making a man miss, and he goes nowhere. Conley's quickness sometimes can get him in trouble. Sometimes it bails him out there. In that situation, he tried to use a little too much of it, and he got tackled right at his legs and could not bounce it to the outside right there. He tried to do a little spin move and just got tackled at his legs and his waist and could not get away. I'll tell you what, Martin. You've been right on a lot of calls, a lot of predictions. You were right on Dixie State. Needing to get Conley the ball if they wanted to have any chance at an upset. And that's what's been working so far for DSU. Yeah, you know, if, if, if it works, it works. Keep doing it. That's, that's, that's just how you got to do it. We'll take a quick break here on 91.3. When we come back, Dixie State remains on offense trying to close the gap. Facing off against UC Davis. You're here with me, Jacob Zimmerman, Martin Kelly, and James Guerin. Bringing you Dixie State football here on the one and only 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. At 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Charles the Carpet. Charles the Carpet King will carpet your entire house for only $39. That's right, your entire house for only $39. But don't expect Charles the Carpet King to do it himself because Charles the Carpet King passed away last week at 47 from the same disease that got his father, so he won't be around for his family. And sadly, it could have been detected early with a simple test, but Charles didn't get it. Have you gotten the medical test you need? For a list of tests every man should have, go to ahrq.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. 
Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck for Dave 2037 so he can buy anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. What are you getting Steve 2037? Steve 2037 will be just fine. Well, okay, but don't expect to borrow my anti-gravity boots. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks. Feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. I'm the only one in school that can tie his own shoes. Most kids make fun of me because I still believe in the tooth fairy. A third of the kids in my eighth grade class drink alcohol regularly. Over 99% of my class has been offered illegal drugs. Half of my college classmates binge drink, abuse drugs, or do both. But the frequent dinners I had with my family have helped make sure I'm not one of them. Learn more about the National Center on Addiction and Substance Abuse at Columbia University's Family Day at casafamilyday.org. Dinner makes a difference. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back live from the Radio Dixie Studios here in St. George, Utah, in the Jennings Building of Dixie State Campus. But this is an away game for DSU. They are at UC Davis. So far, 7-15 to 15 is the score. The first quarter has come to an end. Dixie State is on offense trying to close the Aggies' lead. So far in this one, Cody Wilstead, not the starter. It's Kenyon Oblad. He's 4-13 and 57 yards on the day has a touchdown Conley has been huge so far in this one he has the receiving touchdown he's got two grabs for 37 yards Conley has 11 yards on the ground in three carries but this has been a good matchup so far Martin are you excited what have you been seeing in this one yeah I've been seeing a lot of excitement in this game and just trying to you know have have fun with this one here. I mean, Dixie State's not really playing for a whole lot because they're still banned from postseason play. But, you know what? I want to see good football out of Dixie State. I want to see them be competitive, and I want to see them have fun. And here's the snap. The handoff to Conley. Conley trying to make some room. Hesitated on that run. Picks up only one. He did hesitate a little bit. That's his, you know, waiting and patience of being, you know, a Le'Veon Bell type runner. Just kind of waits for the holes to open up outside holes or outside runs. And um, he did a really good job on that. Got a yard, but, you know, still a third down and long here for Dixie State. They got to come up with a good play to get the yardage. Third and nine. Ball on the 37-yard line in DSU territory. Oblad clapping his hands. Got the ball. And shotgun. Here's the throw to Powell, complete across the middle. And I that think that's going to be a Dixie State first down. Yeah, Old Black, I mean, excuse me. Powell just sat in the middle there, waited, 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 and got the, into the right spot where Old Black could throw it to him, pick up the first down. And Dixie State starting to pick up a little momentum here, a little momentum. And any momentum's good. I agree. Got Powell, who just caught that ball on the slot. Davis. Bottom of the screen. Fakes the handoff. Here's the throw to the tight end. That one complete for a gain of six. And, oh, and, and I thank God that Caleb Veach probably heard me somewhere. I don't know why my voice is being projected in California, but if it is, Caleb Veach caught that ball. He caught it really nicely. Got Dixie State a good amount of yards right there. 
the freshman. And this one, deep throw over the head of Keith Davis. He had Keith Davis right there. If he would have put it right where Keith Davis was instead of about 10 yards ahead, Old Blad was just a little ahead of that pass there. It would have been a touchdown. Dixie State just keeps knocking on the door, knocking on the door, and they're going to break through and get that touchdown, but just not yet. But they're still working on it. 13-37 left in the second quarter. Dixie State hanging around with the 14th-ranked team in FCS in college football. This throw to the sideline, complete to Powell. Gets the first down and some more before he's knocked out of bounds you know, at the 32. Sorry not to cut you off there, Jacob. You know, I, I like what Cody Wilstead and I like what Keaton Mott brought to the program. And I also like what Oblad is bringing to the program. He's a former D1 FBS player. He played at UNLV in the University of of Nevada, Las Vegas. So he's got some experience playing some D1 talent here and playing against UC Davis. He's not scared of the defense, and he's playing really well. He's finding Jalen Powell and Keith Davis and Caleb Veach, and he's finding everybody and making sure everybody gets a slice of the pie. A throw to the flat, complete to Powell. Powell making men miss across the 30, across the 20. He's high-stepping before he runs out of bounds at the 16-yard line. Another first down for the Blazers. You know, Jalen Powell reminds me so much of just – of um, Xavier uh, Xavier um, Xavier Woods, who used to play here at Dixie State, just that really small slot receiver, and you know, just likes to you know get in those spots where he can be a little squirmy, a little bit untouchable, and you know, he's high stepping, he's trying to you know trying to find a lane and trying to make someone man and, and miss and all that. And he did a good job at it. There's the throw. That one complete to Veach across the middle picks up about five. And what Dixie State is trying to do, they're trying to keep all of the players in front of Oblast so he can see them so that there's not a whole lot of long developing concepts, which is what Cody Wilson is comfortable with. But when you have those long developing routes, it takes so much time. With these quick routes that they're giving to Oblad, it's quick, it's out of his hands, and he doesn't have to make a whole lot of decisions. And the defense has to make the more of the, de- of the decisions to cover the players rather than the offense trying to make the players open. Throw the flat. This one complete to Powell again. Stiff arm, and he's wrapped up at the 10. And he'll actually get a, a yard on that one, and, and they'll say he was down. The UC Davis is trying to argue that he fumbled the ball, and they picked it up, but they'll say he's down because the DB picked up Jalen Powell from the side and almost dropped him on his head, and because he did that, he kind of actually dragged Powell forward to get a gain of some yardage because he was going to be tackled for a loss here. As you see, number 23, just basically pick him up, and, yeah, he looks down. He looks down. They're trying to argue that he may have fumbled the ball late, but he did not. Here's the snap. Fake handoff to Conley. A little play action. And that one nearly intercepted. Wow. Ball complete, though. Great catch in traffic from Cade Veach. I did not expect that. That was a really tight window. Great throw by Old Wow. The, the corner was expecting to intercept that and run it for a touchdown. He turned around. He's like, wait a minute. He caught the ball? That's a dangerous ball to throw, though. But great catch by Veach. Great hands. He fixed his hands on the sideline. It's great to see that. First and five. Dixie State looking good here on offense. The handoff to Conley. Conley making men miss, and he'll pick up just one. You know what? Pick up a yard or pick up two yards just to eat into this UC Davis defense. Give them a little taste of what Dixie State Trailblazer football is like. It's a good thing for this Dixie State offense. I like what they're doing. Everything's in front of them. They are playing with some true confidence. Oblad sending 
the message to his troops. Switching up the play call. Pistol set. Conley in the backfield. Conley faked the handoff. Here's the throw to the end zone. That's complete for a touchdown. That one complete to number 82. That is Taylor Alvarez, the backup tight end. You know what? Taylor was waving for Oblad to throw it to him earlier to say, hey, throw it to me now. Throw it to me now because he was going to sit in the middle of that coverage right there in the end zone. And they made a statement there. Dixie stayed back in this game down by two. And they're about to go for the forbidden two-point conversion. Will they be successful? We're about to find out. The forbidden. It's forbidden, man. Down 13-15. This is definitely what you do. You go for two. You don't hang around. You try to erase the deficit, make things all nice and even right now. The two-point conversion, the fourth down go, and the onside kick are forbidden plays in the game of football unless you need them necessarily. If they're a last-second decision, you go for them. But they're forbidding plays. Interesting. Here's the snap. Throw into the flat. Conley trying to make guys miss, and he's wrapped up. Two-point conversion is no good. Exactly my point there. When you call those type of plays, they have to succeed. Otherwise, you force yourselves into a bit of a momentum swing back into the other team's corner because then they believe they can get more stops like those. Dixie State cuts his lead down to two, but they still got a lot more work to do. And we'll take a quick break following the touchdown drive from Dixie State. Your score, UC Davis, 15. The Trailblazers at Dixie State, 13. When we come back, the Aggies of UC Davis will take over on offense. You're here with James Garrett, Martin Kelly, and Jacob Zimmerman bringing you Dixie State football on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. I lost my vision five years ago, thought I'd never read again. Then she discovered Talking Books, a free program through the Library of Congress's National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Keeping me connected to my world? Now you're talking. This year, the Talking Book and Braille program celebrates 80 years of delivering books and magazines right to the doorsteps of those unable to read. From children to seniors and veterans. Letting me read what all my friends are reading, too. Now you're talking. To learn more, call 1-888-NLS-READ. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. See, Davis taking a long time to get this play out. What's happening, St. Momentum always key. In sports. Here's the handoff to Gilliam. Gilliam making guys miss. Got the first down and a lot more. 
he got all the way out towards the 48-yard line. What makes Gillian so good is he's so small but so strong. So what that means is he can take, you know, three or four hits to him, and he'll just bounce them right off of him. He hits that hole right there, makes another man miss. Coach keeps going through that. He bumps into an offensive lineman. He still drives when two players are on top of him. That kid is strong. Rodriguez looking back towards Gilliam, and that one is going to go nowhere. He's met by several trailblazers in the backfield. He's met by Malaki. Malaki also in there, Cajun Smith Bezgrowicz. They tried to throw the screen to the left side here to try to confuse Dixie State, but it did not confuse anybody on Dixie State's defense. They stayed settled in the holes. They stayed right where they were supposed to be. This is a good drive here for Dixie State. Second and 14 rolling out. Here's the throw. That one complete to the sideline. Going to pick up a gain of three. That catch there from Jared, not Jared Harrell. That is C.J. Hutton. Another long third down attempt here for UC Davis. They got the second down completion, but no yardage after that. It's number 30 for Dixie State. Came up with a tackle. I apologize. I don't know his name off the top of my head here, but... A third down and long here for UC Davis. Let's see what they can come up with. Third and eight from the 49-yard line. Man in motion. And dropping back is Rodriguez. He's got a man complete to the tight end. He's rolling, and he is going to pick up the first down after the yak yards. I think he might be short. He might be a yard short. He might be a half yard short there, but no one in the middle of the defense there for Dixie State to come up with a tackle immediately. They will give him, I think, the first down, yeah. Maybe I saw the wrong pylon. And this one, Gilliam Jr. gets away from the defense. I think I was looking at the wrong marker for first down. Gillian Jr. goes running into the sideline pad there. They just went for it on fourth down, picked up a huge gain. Malaki Malaki tying his shoe. But a great pickup there. From Alonzo Gilliam Jr. Making things happen for the Aggies. Got a little Utah scoreboard update here. James is bugging me with his tablet trying to show me the score. San Diego State just pulled off an upset. Beat Utah 33-31 in triple overtime. So Utah is garbage this year or what? (laughs) I wouldn't say garbage. Let's not say garbage on the air here. They just struggled tonight against a good San Diego State team. And, hey, man, anything can happen on 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 a game day and, one team can look good, another team can look bad. True that. There's been a lot of upsets in college football this year. My Miami Hurricanes got crushed today. My Notre Dame won today. Go Irish. Nice. Congratulations you. for you, Martin. Congratulations for you. Well, let's hope our Dixie State team can pull this one out. Quick break here on 91.3. When we come back, the Trailblazers have a chance to hold the Aggies out of the end zone. Will it happen? Will the Aggies increase their lead? Find out next on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. 
Brought to you by the Ad Council. You are round MVP. Yeah, man. Yo, Drew, I finally got round MVP. Round MVP. No way. That was some ownage. Finally earning round MVP takes determination. So will getting into college. I've got what it takes. So do you. Visit knowhowtogo.org to learn what you should be doing right now to prepare for college. Start taking the steps at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation, and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to the action. Dixie State at UC Davis for their third game in the fall Division I schedule. And this one, get, a, get away from them. He finds the pylon. That's a touchdown for the Aggies. Yeah, that was a good run coming out of the timeout there as Dixie State was only trailing by two, 15 to 13. But UC Davis grabbing the momentum back into their corner there. Thompson with a great run inside, and he bounced it to the outside to the right. Got away from the Dixie State defense and got a touchdown. So Tompkins with another big play. Sorry, Tompkins, my apologies. And he's listed as a quarterback on my sheet on our roster sheet that they have on their website. Hey, if you guys so he some, can, he's dual threat, uh, Taysom Hill kind of guy. If you have some athletic, as we're looking at James Garen, our sideline reporter, mess around with his tablet and trying to watch Side the game. Sideline um, so The field goal goes through. Um, you know, it's just sometimes you know you gotta you know throw your quarterback out of the wide receiver if you can be an athletic player enough. He'll bounce it there, and you, we get a replay of this and. That's just poor tackling by Dixie State. You can't let him bounce it to the outside like that. you got to keep everything contained inside, and they did. They just got to come up with a tackle. Kind of caught Dixie State off guard. I mean, that was kind of a long timeout. When you go two, three minutes between plays, definitely mentally you reset. You're not quite in the zone. Your legs are maybe a little less fresh. But we'll keep it here for this break. Kenyon Oblad got the start for Dixie State, if you're just joining us, replacing Cody Wilstead, and he's having a good day so far. He's responsible for two touchdowns in the air, 118 in the yardage. He's 12 of 22 with a 129.6 quarterback ranking. We also got Quali Conley having a pretty good day so far. Rushing the football or just getting involved. He's got 13 yards on the ground. Yeah, we still got a lot of football to play, Jacob. You're calling this game like it's already over, man. We're still a second in, in the second quarter. We still got a second half to play, brother. Numbers can change as fast as they can move. I know, but I'm I'm complimenting Dixie State on their Oh, offense my apologies. So That's my apologies for not listening. I do apologize. 37 about that. yards in the air for Conley. He's he's very grabs. he's very lethal from that. You and I saw that in the spring between him and Cody Wilstead. Sometimes he would catch those screens. Sometimes he would catch those flat routes to the outside, and he would look good in the passing game and in the running game. Dixie State resumes on offense, trying to make something happen. Here's the throw towards the sideline. Here's the flag that comes out. That ball intended for Keith Davis. I think Dixie State's gonna pick up some yardage here following the penalty. Yeah, they were holding on to Keith Davis right there, and it was a pass interference. Actually, they're going to call holding, which would just be a 10-yard penalty, and that will move the ball forward for uh, 
for Dixie State, and that was a great read by Oblad. He saw that he had a one-on-one coverage on the outside, and there was a little disruption on that and possibly a pass interference or holding call was going to get called, and right decision there by Oblad. He'll take the incompletion, but if you can pick up a penalty to keep the drive alive, you'll do it. First and 10 from the 35-yard line in Dixie State territory. Here's the handoff to Kennelly Robles. Robles, Rumlin picks up about nine. He's still going. Said he wasn't down, but they are calling the play dead. I'm not sure if he landed on a player or not, but Drew Robles was patient right there in the hole. He waited for everything to come open. He waited for the counter to open up in the middle in the A and B gap, and when it did, he ran right through it. Got tackled short of the first down. We don't have a replay of what happened on the tackle, but whether he got the first down or not, he's close to it. You see Paul Peterson pacing on the sideline. Man in motion. Second and one. Pistol set. Play is blown dead, and I think we're going to get a false start. Yeah, we will get a false start for Dixie State. You know, Jacob, as much as, you know, we haven't won a national championship for football, we haven't really won a conference. They haven't won a conference championship for football. Um, but you got to admit, what the, the job that Coach Paul Peterson has done at Dixie State to kind of keep the momentum that they had the season before when they went 7-4 um, and four to go 8-3 and three and then nine wins in his second season and get two wins in the spring. And, you know, he's still growing with this team, but I think what he's done with this program is in the right direction. I agree. Oblad going to take it himself across the 40, 45. And he's wrapped up at the 47. I think he got the first down. Yes, he did. And Oblad made a right decision there. Wasn't going to force the ball in any spot. Wasn't going to turn it over and was just going to keep it and pick up the yardage and run. And he got a good yard, good amount of yardage on that run. So UC Davis's defense, maybe not looking as stout as we expected, but with 644 left in the ball game, Dixie State is moving. Sorry, 644 left in the first half. That one complete to Powell. Over to the sideline. Powell, you know what? Powell's had a good day so far. I said in the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln pregame show that we did before this ball game even started. I said Powell needed to get involved even more. He had 48 yards in the first game. He had above 50 in the second. And I said, I wonder if It'll improve and follow the trajectory, and so far, looking like it has. Here's the handoff to Kennedy Robles, and Robles not able to get a whole lot going on the day. Only a one-yard pickup there. It's me and James are having a little fun here in the studio. Not a lot of times me and James have fun. We're usually bickering back and forth at each other. We're oh, still we're, we're still good friends, and I still love him with all my heart. He's one of my best friends. He's one of my true friends. But I can have so many bickering back and forth fights with him all the time. We're uh, making a little side bet on the BYU game here, but third down here for Dixon State. <laughs> Update on that, ASU 7, BYU 7. The throw to the sideline. Tough ball. I think oh, that's that was in- intercepted. That got ripped away. Wow. I think that was intended for Cade Veach, and that ball just got taken away. Here's the replay. Not a terrible ball. Not a terrible ball at all, Caleb. Oh, uh, he just why are you him. why are you jumping? That's number eighty five. I don't understand why he's jumping. He's just got to stand there and put his body in the way and and kind of grab the ball. There's no need to jump up and block you with your leg there. That was a bad decision. And Dixie State turns the ball over here. Yeah, I think he miss misread where that ball was going to go. He thought it was probably going to be a jump ball, but that was Jay McEwen, the intended target. 
But just like that, UC Davis snatches it up just when I said that their defense wasn't looking quite how I thought. But we'll take a quick break when we come back. UC Davis tries to capitalize off of their interception from Oblad. You're here with Jacob Zimmerman, Martin Kelly, and James Guerin on the call for Dixie State football on the one and only 91 Through the Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. An important message from Medicare. Hi, Sarah. I just spoke with Pamela. Did you know the health care law gives us new Medicare preventive benefits? Like a yearly wellness visit. Well, I... It's our chance to talk with our doctor about our care. That's what I would... Medicare also covers recommended cancer and preventive screenings. Actually, I was the one who told Pamela. Huh. Uh-huh. Learn more at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. And tell your friends and family. Share the news. Share the health. My name is Dale Pazinski, and this is how I live United. I volunteer with United Way, helping the homeless in my community by teaching computer skills and helping them build a basic resume to save on their very own USB drive. It's huge when somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back, Trailblazer fans. We're not in St. George. We're not down at the stadium for this one. We're not at Greater Zion. No, we're still here in the Jennings building at the Radio Dixie Studios because it's an away game. Dixie traveled to California to face UC Davis, and so far, it's been a high-scoring one. This one has been entertaining. What's up, James? Um, It's only going to be a matter of time before I feel like the university is going to give Sean the funding to go send us yes. on the road. You hear that, Sean? I know you hear it. One day you're going to get the funding for it, and you're going to send us out there. I just know it. So one of these days, Jacob, <laughs> we will be at the opposing yeah, and, stadium. And I'll tell you what, will be standing outside. Maybe I won't for, be on the for call. Fort, for Fort Lewis, we are going to try to make that happen where we are live at the Greater Zion Stadium. For Fort Lewis? Yes. That's the game we're going to go do. Okay. It's the one so, game that they're going to win, wow. like, by a blowout. Okay. Like, we beat Fort Lewis every year. <laughs> wow. We beat them every year. They're like our little brother. Like, we so beat them up. And uh, James Madison. We're going to beat up on them, too. Yeah. And Montana. And Delaware. I don't know about Montana. They're ranked. I know for sure Delaware. So, we Man. get Rodriguez to bounce it to the outside. He'll pick up a first down here. We'll be inside the red zone. So, you see Davis tries to put up another touchdown here as they lead it by a total of nine, 22 to 13 over Dixie State with 444 left to go before the halftime show here. And I think here is kind of where you wish you could have converted on that two point conversion because you're down nine. And potentially exactly. you could go down 15, 16. 
And there is a lot of movement there on the line. Malaki Malaki saying it was UC Davis who moved first, and we're going to get a call. That's why I said. Um, That's why I said the two-point conversion is a forbidden play. Dixie State was swinging with all the momentum. They went for the home run on that one as well, and they lost. And now they're pinned back, and they got to come up with a big stop here to either force a field goal or first a turn or force a turnover back into Dixie State's momentum. So entroachment is the call. Lots of Dixie State linemen moved. Maybe, maybe the center might have moved the ball a little bit, and the refs didn't see it. I don't know. But nonetheless, like the, like in the Washington football team versus the New York Giants game on Thursday, you are lined up right over the football. Do not move. Three tight ends to the right. Here's the snap to Rodriguez. He's going to throw, and that one too far ahead of Gilliam Jr. He had all that pressure in his face. Dixie State brought the pressure on that down there to force an incompletion. They got the incompletion. Rodriguez just does not look comfortable in the pocket. Dixie State is doing something where they're getting pressure on him and they're forcing him to make bad decisions. You see Davis is trying to come up with something to put some more points on the board. Here's the snap. Rodriguez Ooh. takes it himself and a good hit from Grayson. He lets him know, and he stopped at the two-yard line. Yeah, Grayson just with a great tackle in the middle of the field. You see him sitting right there in his strong safety position. Comes up, great hit right there. Tried to knock the ball out of the hands, but a great solid hit right there. Good tackling right there is what you have to do as a Dixie State strong safety or free safety. The Aggies knocking on the door, trying to find that end zone. And here's the shotgun set. Gilliam to the left. Man in motion at the right. Here's Gilliam on the handoff, and he takes it himself. He's in. Touchdown, UC Davis Aggies. Yeah, that's Gilliam's. I think that's his third touchdown. That's his third touchdown run. Third touchdown of the half already here, and he's just having himself a ball game tonight. And Got to give him credit, man. He knows how to find those holes. He knows how to attack them really well. And, Again, it was a run to the right, a trade counter run. Got enough space in there. Got pushed by his offensive lineman just a little bit too there as well. And again, UC Davis swung all of the momentum back into their corner here. And Dixie State's got 3.30 left to play here before halftime. They got a chance to cut this lead down even more, but they got to play smart football. Isaiah Gomez on the kick, and that one is a beauty. That's up and good. Has the distance and we have a 29-13 to 13 ball game in California. We'll take a quick break here. When we come back, Dixie State will try to make something happen on offense before the half is over. You're here with Jacob Zimmerman, Martin Kelly, James Guerin. We're having fun on the broadcast brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln. Back in a few here on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, it would start pretty normal like this. And about this far in, Nikki would drop out of high school. Here, she'd be forced to work two jobs, but then she'd decide to earn her GED diploma. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org and begin your brighter future. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 
Ranger Station. Hi, um, I want to report a bear sighting. Location? My front door. It was Smokey Bear. My husband was burning leaves in the yard. He just came inside for a second. Never leave a fire unattended. If it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Smokey said that too. We go way back. I knew him when he was just a cub. How cute. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. on St. George. There's a Trailblazer football game, but it's not at Greater Zion Stadium. Nope. It's in California. Taking on UC Davis, the first away game for Dixie State's first ever Division I FCS fall schedule. And we just saw a touchdown run. Gilliam Jr., his third touchdown on the day. We're only on the second quarter, folks. 331 left. And here is the return. Powell's got the ball. Powell's got some room on the right side. He's going to pass the 25-yard line before he high steps out of bounds. I love Jalen Powell, but listen, I, I get the high stepping when you're a wide receiver. You're trying to make a couple of DBs miss, and then you're going to make that cut move back in. But when you're on the kickoff return, man, just run. Just I keep agree. them legs moving. He could have picked up at least another 10, 15 yards on that. He tried to high step. He tried to look too cute, and it cost him a little bit in position because – he really landed where he could have just needed down in the end zone. He would have been right in the same spot. And I mean, the high step is sometimes a good move, but a lot of the times it's kind of obvious what you're trying to do. Oblod got a man incomplete. Powell wanted to flag, and he's going to get it. Yeah, Jalen Powell was held as he was trying to get off his release. It was a double move there with Caleb Veach on the other side. It was basically a mirror play. They call those mirror routes, and they were just doing the exact same thing on both sides on the end. It was double go. It was double moves on the inside. It was go routes on the outside, and they're going to call pass interference against UC Davis. It'll be 15 fresh yards for Dixie State. They got 320 left to play with here, D- uh, Jacob and. They're going to have a good amount of time to play with this. And Oblad made a right decision. He saw that he was going to have Jalen Powell open and, and the corner had to at least do something to slow him down. Quick update on that BYU-Arizona game. It's 14-7 AZ with the ball and a run from Oblad. We don't see him run too often, but he gets out to the 39-yard line pickup of four. You know, most quarterbacks, when they run, they're kind of scared to – put their head down or kind of truck through some guys and have some momentum when they're running through those holes, but not Oblad. He went right through it. Sack on the play there. UC Davis is going to come up with a big stop. Third down and long for Dixie State. Play made there by number 93, Luca Nixon. 6'5", 279. Dixie State's got to come up with a big play here, but they're also going to call another flag against UC Davis, and it'll be another first down for Dixie State. And you know what I'm seeing? I'm looking at the roster. 
for the Aggies. Not sure what they call the penalty on. Apologies. Chubba May. There's a reason he's called Chubba. The redshirt freshman is 347 pounds. Wow. Man, him and I would be brothers. <laughs> Love you, Martin. Not that big, but I'm about, I don't know, about 20, 25 pounds away from that. I'm still big, but I mean. You know, man. I saw someone who looked like you today. No one looks like me. Thank God no he one did looks look like, like me. You. He did. It would be a shame if someone looked like me. I would I would I would be I would I would feel sad for them. <laughs> oh man. First down and ten here. From the forty eight. Oblad in the shotgun. Throwing. He's got Powell. Ball tipped up in the air. It's picked. Aggies going the other way across the forty. And they're finally wrapped up at the thirty four yard line. What happened there, boys? You know what? That's a little bit on Oblad, and that's a little bit on Powell right there. He threw it behind him. I'm not sure why he threw it behind him on that set. Powell had to go that's back for that ball. ball he had to put it in front of him, and, and he, Powell would have ran up the sideline and got that first down. You cannot throw that ball to the outside shoulder. You have to stay consistent with it, either to the numbers or to the out to the outside where the receiver can extend his arms to catch the ball. It cannot go behind him. That was a bad throw and a bad catch. That play made there by the DB, Jalen White. And, you know, as a receiver, when you can't make the grab, that's not the greatest. But when you tip it up in the air, that sucks. And that we got a little trick play. run. Yeah, we got a little trickery here by UC Davis trying to get Dixie State off their game. Carson Crawford on the jet sweep. We haven't called his name yet today. I'd like to see, if I was an Aggies fan, I'd like to see uh, Lan Larison get the ball. Whenever he touches it, good things happen for them. It'll be second down and one. Interesting set in the backfield. Here's the handoff on the jet sweep, and they're going to throw it. This one to the end zone. Caught! Touchdown, wow. UC Davis, on the wow. beautiful trick play complete. That was to very pretty. Jared I got to give that Harrell. one up. Wow. I don't know what Dixie State was looking at. They were trying to think it was just going to be a simple run to the outside, and that's when you throw those trick plays, and wow. That was just a pretty play. And that's what happens when you get time in the pocket. Dixie State not bringing that much pressure to him. And he was able to find the open guy two, behind two defenders, actually, in the back corner of the end zone. So just a well-executed, timed route, but even a better throw, Jacob. The connection. That one, Crawford threw the ball. So he got it on the little sweep. And I could kind of see he was starting to run back. I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, pass. And there was there was 68 bodies back there in the end zone, but just a beautifully thrown ball, complete to Harold. So they're getting hyped there on the sideline. It's now 36 to 13 as the momentum Dixie State had is kind of all vanished. They were close. It was a close ball game. It was 13 to 15. Now it is 13 to 36. Exactly what like I said, that. man. Exactly what I said on that two-point conversion. You see Davis saw that they had all the momentum back in their corner, and when they saw that, they took it and ran with it, and Dixie State let them back in. And I 
I don't think it has anything to do with the two point conversion, Martin. I think it just has to do with they are the better but team. But that's when their momentum swung business. back in UC Davis's corner. But you gotta you gotta go for it if you're down two. You gotta match them on the two point conversion. Uh, just like the play in in the spring when they didn't go for the fourth down against New Mexico State, you had nothing to lose. You on wanted that. them to go for it. I wanted when them they to had go for it. Yards to go. It was fourth for down and two, drive. and they had an opportunity to win the game against New Mexico State. They had the win in they their hands. Go for it on fourth down. Punt it back. You try to get the ball back. You don't go for it on your own twenty yard line. It was the exact same moment. Exact same thing. And there is the kickoff. It'll be first and 10. 1.53 left in the second quarter. We'll keep it here. UC Davis handling business as expected. James, you told me earlier in the week the spread was 30 and a half in favor of UC Davis. As it's looking right now, that has been a fair spread for the ballgame. Well, that's because it's they've scored two touchdowns in the last... What two minutes? Yep. Ball game's Three not minutes, over yet. So, I mean, 31, 30 and a half seem kind of like a lot, but I'm starting to see as to maybe why that is. Trips right, throw the left though. Kennedy Robles never takes say it up. never. And I like the attitude, Martin. Though you got to I mean, gotta be homers for Dixie State. I'm gonna root for them regardless. Yes, I know I'm being a little biased. Yes, I know that. No, but- I mean we're supposed to be biased. I mean. I want to be unbiased. I, I want to give. I'm giving UC Davis credit. They are an amazing football team. But I'm just saying it's not over yet. Throw to the flat to Powell. Powell makes the man miss up the sideline. Knocked out of bounds to the 39. Good run right there. It was a quick bubble screen out to the left side. Jalen Powell again using those quick feet of his to get some more room on the outside. It ran in on the outside and did a good job. Bryce Conley's not in the game. Coming up, we will have the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show where we'll talk about our impressions from the first half. I know I've been impressed with their offense. They've scored more in the first half of this game than they have all season long. And that pass to guess who? Jalen Powell, incomplete. Still wondering why it's Drew Robles. Nothing against him in the game and not Conley. I'm not sure if Conley's hurt. I'm not sure if Conley is doesn't want to go in, but... I haven't seen Conley on the sidelines since the last time he was in the game. We need to get another screenplay to Conley. I would say that's a fair call, but he's he's got to be in the game for it. Or Robles. He can do it, too. The throw to the sideline. Going to pick up about four on the grab there. That one made by number 13, Ricky Johnson, making an appearance. Yeah, Ricky Johnson made a couple appearances in the spring. He looked good. Yeah, he has all. He has some good, you know, abilities about him. Conley is standing on the sideline behind Willstead again. I'm not sure why he is out of the game, but I would put your best, you know, two way player who can catch and who can run out on the game. So it looks like there's an injured player for UC Davis. Medical timeout. Third and seven, one twenty-seven. He's getting up. He's all right. Going back to those stats, what's changed? The last time I talked about the game comparison for the total yards, it was negative 2 to 100-something for UC Davis. Now it is 172 to 287 in favor of UC Davis. The rush yards have been key for them. 208 on the day, and 87 of those have been for Gilliam. 64 and just five carries have been for Lan Larison. They're running all over the Trailblazers' defense. 
Yeah, they've been all over them all day, and UC Davis's defense has been as hyped up as it's been all week preparing for this game. DC State's defense, I mean, offense has got to it's got to answer back somehow. And Oblad having to just throw that into the dirt as looked like there was going to be a screenplay, but there was nobody to throw the ball to, and he had to just get rid of it. This has been a slow yeah. game in the first half. Uh, 9.32 local time. It's 8.32 back where the game's being played in Cali. But kind of a slower first half or an hour and a half into the ball game real time. Yeah, Drew, Drew Robles was trying to run one of those screen plays that they run with Conley. He just kind of tripped and didn't make it to the spot where he was supposed to be as we'll get the punt away here. And Day gets a good one away. Land out of bounds. Goes out at the 30. It'll be 119 on the clock. And 70 yards to go for the Aggies if they want to get another TD before HT. Dixie's got to come up with a big stop here, a huge stop. If you're the Aggies, I'm probably going to expect more passing than we've seen on the drive so far today. Kind of in the two-minute drill offense now. Probably won't see Gilliam run the ball too much. We'll probably see Rodriguez start to throw. And we haven't seen him throw a lot. I know you listed off his impressive stats from the first game. I think you said he had six touchdowns so far two through two games. games. Yep, six touchdowns through, through two games. Not he even not even more than six attempts tonight. Hasn't had to do a lot. Yeah, 100. Rodriguez. He will hand it off to Gilliam Jr., though, and he will get only one. Yeah, good good stop there for Dixie State against Gillian. Gillian's having himself a field day today. It's just a little bit over a minute left. UC Davis is going to want to get a field goal or a touchdown here before the end of the half. Nathaniel Pryor on the tackle. Rodriguez throwing. Complete. He's got a man. That one to Jaheel. No, that's Jared Jarrett. Jared Harrell, sorry. Yeah, Harrell on the last reception for um, UC Davis on that touchdown on that trick play. Good little comeback route and curl, excuse me, curl comeback route and just good placement. Fakes the handoff. Here's the throw. Intercepted. Nice interception. Trailblazers got the ball. They're making something happen across the 50, making guys miss all the way out towards the 45 yard line in to Aggie territory. The play made there by Devin Perkins. And that's exactly what you needed as Dixie State's defense comes up with a huge stop. Rodriguez puts it in the wrong place. They made a great play on it. Just outstanding play there by Perkins. A great way to swing some momentum back into Dixie State's corner. And he read it. Rodriguez tried to get a quick one in there, but was not high enough to not put enough oomph on the ball. Go ahead. Sorry, I apologize. Didn't put enough oomph on the ball and pretty good return. And with some manageable field position, Dixie State could score. Nice completion out to Malcolm Ross. Turner picks up the first down and gets out of bounds. If you're Dixie State, all you're trying to do here is get a field goal. You're trying to cut this lead down to 20 to take it into the half because you're going to get the ball to start the second half. So a field goal here and some momentum before you come back out into the half with the ball is a great way for Dixie State to get back into this game. Kenny Noblad moving the troops, trying to find something happen. He throws it away. Trying to get to Jalen Powell. Looked like he was trying to run an in-and-out route there. Um... Back towards the sideline and just could not get there as 
Conley is now back in the game after sitting out for the last three series for Dixie State. He hasn't been in the game since the last touchdown. Yeah, I I would agree. He should probably get the majority of the snaps at running back. He did look good in the spring. And he will get the ball now. Quali, he'll lose uh, one yard on the play. Yeah, not the, not the best decision there for Conley. Just didn't wait for the holes to open up in the middle and, and made a decision very quickly. Should have waited a little bit longer before making that decision, but he did, and so he'll be out of bounds just almost at the exact same line of scrimmage. And that's tough on a little stretch play. You never know where the hole's going to open up. And there's going to be three receivers out to the right. Powell in the slot. Davis at the bottom of the screen. Dixie needs about 10 yards here. Shaking off a man. And here's a throw complete to Powell. That's a good play by Oblad. They got to call a timeout. Got to call a timeout. Dixie State with timeouts left. The clock is still moving. Got to call a timeout or spiky here. Great, great, great presence in there in the pocket for Oblad. And they're going to spike it. Not going down without a fight. Nine seconds left. Timeout on the field. And there's Willstead rooting on his man, Oblat. Yeah, that's what you got to do as a leader. I love that from Cody, man. I, I know he wants to play. I know he wants to go out there and prove that he can, you know, still, you know, give Dixie State the best opportunity to win. But even cheering on your teammates, man, giving them a little bit of encouragement, saying, hey, listen, guys, let's get a touchdown here or get a field goal here and let's get some momentum back in our corner. I think it's an app. Absolutely outstanding move by Cody Wilstead. 36-13. After our next break, we'll have the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show where we'll go over the stats of the game. We'll go over what to expect in the second half. Maybe a little keys to the game. Maybe oh, we'll yeah, change. I'll have them keys, man. I, just like my own car keys, I make sure they're right by my side. I'll have those keys for the game right there. Yeah, we'll have... Little keys to the second half action going on. And here's a field goal from Dixie State. They're going to call a timeout here. You see Davis trying to ice the kicker here. I'm trying to brag a little bit, but I got a better keychain than you do. I'm just saying. But you do I have the not fight you. But you do have the one thing that I do wish I had, which is that little Lego man that you have on your keychain, which is really really cool. I gotta get me one it of those guys. Used to have arms that used to be a little flashlight at the bottom of the feet when I pressed Ooh. the button, but uh, it's been through some days, man. Uh, how long? Probably what about six, seven years? Probably. Man, not that quite long. Maybe three. Wow, three years is already wow. Okay, that's a good amount of time. That's a good amount of time. I am jealous about that. On my keychain, I just got a keychain that re- represents the Chicago Blackhawks, my favorite NHL team from home. But, yeah, also got, you know, a little spur and a little something to represent my Hispanic heritage as well. So, yeah, we got cool keychains, Jacob. We're talking keychains on the broadcast here. And here's the kick from Connor Brooksby. Ah, it's up, and it's no not going to be good. <laughs> Did you see that sign? <laughs> We're not going to talk about that sign whatsoever. There's a very inappropriate, funny sign for one of the UC Davis uh, fan members. We're not going to talk about that sign whatsoever, but that's a very funny sign. I have to tip my hat oh, over to them. And they're, they're No, they're smart, too, because they know, they recognize that when a field goal attempt oh, man. is he up, 
that the camera is going to show, and so fans will turn around and show their sign. Replay on the kick. I'm not understanding why he swung it like a golf swing or he kind of tried to kick it to the right and try to keep it in the uprights. He should have just gone straight up, and that's it. That's what they teach you. Go straight up, keep your head down, keep your toes down, hit the middle of that football, drive it, and that's it. And the knee hit the ground. That means that's a kneel. We're going to halftime, 36-13. to 13. You see Davis on top. More production from the offense than we expected from DSU. It's been a good one, folks. Stick around. We'll have the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln halftime show coming up in just a few minutes. Don't go anywhere. Martin and Jacob will be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. We were about to head home after a bonfire, and Smokey said the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? No kidding. I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. Kidding. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. Continue. I was burning yard waste. He told me to remember that if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. You know, 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. I know that now. As usual, the talking bear gets all the credit. Always burn responsibly and contact your local fire department for open burning regulations. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh-huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Are you facing foreclosure? Then come down to Megalo and Partners. We're a mortgage rescue company, and we can help you keep your house. Provided you submit to our plans for galactic domination. No, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) If you're facing foreclosure, talk to the right people. Speak with HUD-approved housing counselors free of charge at 888-995-HOPE. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. I'm in almost every school bus and classroom. You see me around the neighborhood, and you tell me that I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every five children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide eight meals for kids like me. We are Feeding America, brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics.
Welcome into the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln Halftime Show. We're here in St. George. We are in the Radio Dixie Studios of the Jennings Building on DSU campus. Dixie State, our beloved trailblazers, are on the road in California at UC Davis. And so far, this one has been a pretty good one. We've saw a lot of promise from the Dixie State offense that we haven't really seen to start the season. The score, 13-36. It was 13-15. It was a close one. Dixie State did not get the two-point conversion, and the momentum kind of swung the other way, and some good drives from the Aggies of UC Davis. Standout performer so far in this one, Killian Jr. 89 yards rushing. He's got uh, five yards receiving. He's been all over the field. We've seen Rodriguez, who came in this one with six touchdown passes, only have to attempt eight passes in the first half. UC Davis has been moving the ball, and they've just looked like the team we've expected them to be, Martin. Thank God for Gillian Jr. on UC Davis. If they did not have him, I think Dixie State would be winning this game by a touchdown. It'd be 13 to 7 at halftime because of the three touchdowns by Gillian Jr. and the one trick play throw by Crawford. Those four touchdowns are the reason why this game is a little bit out of reach. Also, the Tompkins run as well, that touchdown as well added to kind of the avalanche that happened in the second quarter. Dixie State, we talked about it, grabbed all the momentum back into their corner. You know, they got two quick touchdowns in the the first quarter and the second quarter. It was a two-point game there for UC Davis. And three touchdowns later, they're winning this game by 23. And you can go from two to 23 pretty quickly in a game of football. And, you know, let's – Oblast got these two interceptions. He's 18 of 33 for 157, two touchdowns, two interceptions, a QBR rating of 102.4. He looks good, but those two interceptions are costly because I think those two interceptions could have been two touchdown drives, and we could be talking about a different game here. Dixie State's defense, I will give them credit, have been playing really well, bend but not break, but... They need the offense mm. to complement it. Right, listen, you no, can I, you I, can you can look at the numbers and it says otherwise, but they've been competitive. They just haven't gotten the breaks that this team needs. It, ha- it the defense has been slipping up a little bit at the end of the half. But it's actually been the special teams. There was two like sixty yard returns in the second quarter. But I got a stat for you, Martin. Go ahead. And I think this has been the difference and the reason why Dixie State's playing a lot better on offense. Kenyon Oblad has started for. Cody Wilstead and Kenyon Oblad came into the game last game and they only had five first downs. He had five first downs himself on that final drive. And they were the only garbage time. And they were the only five of this entire second half. Yes, yes. They had the two three and outs. So what Dixie State's biggest problem was is three and outs. Now they had two three and outs to start this game, but they the biggest stat, and this is how you know that their offense is looking better with Oblad. They're 5 of 10 on third downs. When you said that UC Davis only allows like 27% they've only third down walking conversions. In, walking into this game, they've only given up six third down conversions to opponents. Walking into this so game, basically six, double that. We've, we've almost tied that at 5 of 10 on third downs. You've got to be more consistent with that. Yes, 50% of third down conversions is a good number and is a good direction for Dixie State, but that number should be 7 out of 10. 
instead of five out of ten because the two interceptions all one of the interceptions came on a third down and the second interception came before a third down, which would probably have been converted. I think what I'm realizing now that we're in the third game of the year. I think on the defensive side of the football, I think our secondary is nice. We don't really give up a whole lot of huge over-the-top pass plays. I, I like mean, that. But our, our linebackers are good, too, with Milwaukee. Milwaukee, we have guys who can get to the ball, guys who can blitz. But I think what's been hurting our defense is our D-line. When we can't get any sort of push on those run plays back on the O-line, when we can't get really a whole lot of pressure on Rodriguez, I think we can look at the D-line and say, yep, that's why – we're getting run out the building. Yeah, but you brought up, uh, go back to kind of the shared um, comparisons between Dixie State and um, UC Davis here. You look at the time of possession, it's 15.05 in favor of Dixie State versus 14.55 in the favor of UC Davis. Tied up. You could You look down a little bit more at the third down conversions for Dixie State on the screen as well. They're one of three on third down and long, but they're three of three on third down and short. So that tells you right there when Dixie State gets their running game, especially with Conley in the game, or to get the screens going for them, they have better opportunities on the third down conversions. So they're actually finding a way to get back in the game. Also, Tyler Grayson with 13 tackles. 11 of those are solo tackles for him. Malaki, Malaki, not putting on the same numbers, but he's getting there. But like I said, Kenyon Oblad is not playing terrible. He's playing good enough. He just needs some more consistency. Yeah. And yeah. again, those two interceptions, I believe in my heart to heart, would have been two touchdown drives, and this is a different game. He's already pretty much matched Cody Wilson's season high. He had 159 in the air against Sac State in the whole game. And just in the first half, Oblad with 157. So an improvement, I will say Tyrell Grayson has been everywhere. On the defensive you got side to be when you're that football. You got I mean, to be when you're a strong safety like him. Apologies. He's made plays on special teams. He saved a touchdown. And you mentioned how Robles was your roommate. Grayson was my roommate. So we are familiar with this Dixie State team. Also, Smith Bezgowicz with a couple tackles. Darius Nash with four solo tackles. Uh, he's got a tackle for loss as well. But Jalen Powell, he's been getting after it this game. He's been open all night, 67 yards on eight grabs. He's been getting a lot of stuff in the flat. He's averaging eight yards a grab, which for a slot receiver who's catching a lot of stuff on screens, that's pretty good. <laughs> Already passing his uh, totals on the year, he had 40-something in the first game. He had 50-something in the second game, and he has 67 just in the first half. But, James, I know you kind of joined us late. What have you seen from Dixie State compared to the first two games that we called? Uh, well, uh, for one, they've scored multiple touchdowns. You know, they, they haven't done that until up, to, till to, up until today. Excuse me. Um, so that's a good sign. I, something that I would like to see more of is for them to just sustain a drive. You know, I'd like for them to hold the ball on. They for actually have minutes. Besides that scoring play, what was that scoring play? The drive that was like fifteen plays, right here, fifteen plays, six twenty so, six minutes and twenty nine so seconds. So six and a half minutes. So, I mean, I don't expect them to drive down and and score every possession, but I think if you want to stop the bleeding a little bit, you got to be able to keep the ball out of their hands. Well, and we there's, were. There's, go I ahead. was going to say there's been some questionable plays from the quarterback position that. 
you know, they could definitely clean up. They can definitely improve in that spot. But uh, the offensive line, you know, I've been noticing he's not running for his life. Yeah. You know, like he like he was the last two weeks. So, I mean, if I had to give an applause for, for anything, you know, it probably would just be the offensive line, you know, because I've seen him get a little bit more time than he was in the last two weeks. So And Oblad is more mobile. We saw a play in the yes. second half where he actually shrugged off a defender who was trying to get him, but also, and then he made a beautiful throw. Also, to add to that, not, not to keep hitting the nail on the head continuously or beating a dead horse, but the fact that, you know, the routes that we're looking at, Jacob, are not the long, long-gated, continuous long developing plays like with Devin Osborne, with Jalen Powell or with Keith Davis trying to run all the way down the field, you know, for like forty or fifty yards. And because of that, their shorter yard their shorter passes, their ten yard passes, their twelve yard passes, their fifteen yard passes, everything is front of Old Blad. He doesn't have to make so many, you know, long decisions. He gets to make a quick decision and gets a quick result from that and that's a good thing for Dixie State to sustain drives they just got to put up points that's it just just put up some more touchdowns and this game is more fun got a quick update from the BYU Arizona State game BYU is ranked 23rd right now in the country I think that's a fair ranking given that they upset Utah and Arizona State is actually ranked 19th so BYU is up 21-7, to seven, and they're moving the ball on offense, so they're in Arizona State territory. So BYU with a good start to the season when they didn't look too good in their opening game. You know, to touch on BYU, because I know I was getting a lot of flack for it because I picked BYU over Utah last week, and everybody was saying, oh, no way, no way, BYU is going to beat Utah. They don't have Zach Wilson. They don't have their weapons, Zach Wilson. They don't have a quarterback that can play well. About good majority of that entire team from last year is back for BYU on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. So they still have the same playmakers that they would have had last year in that game. And they're showing that those playmakers are solid players. And, you know, you can plug one guy out of the quarterback spot and, or quarterback spot and plug another guy in and the train just keeps going. We'll take another break here in the middle of our Ken Garf, St. George, Ford, Lincoln halftime show. In a couple minutes, the second half will resume. We've dived into some stats. When we come back, we'll view the second half. Maybe get some, maybe get some keys to the second half. I got those keys coming right up. Sweet, Martin's got them ready. Don't go anywhere for Martin's keys with Dixie State football on ninety-one-three. The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Hi, I'm Dustin Lynch. You don't have to listen to country music to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you just can't control, like your girlfriend running out on you with your best friend. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and start moving towards a brighter future and even your college degree. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. 
Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's a the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For, for taking, taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and now, now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. This is you over 30 years ago. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And this is your mom now. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back to the Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln Halftime Show, where Dixie State finding themselves down 13 to 36. In just a few moments, we will bring you the keys to the second half. Their play, players are on the field getting warmed up, doing their routine, their stretches, their grapevine. Got to work off all that sugar you got from the oranges at halftime, man. Oh, yeah. The oranges yeah. and the little Gatorade cups. During the break, me and Martin were arguing. Not arguing. We were discussing. Arguing? Because we do a podcast. It goes on the Radio Dixie 91.3 website. So head on over there and you will see me and Martin's podcast that we do every week, The Coin Flip. We just did episode 49. Yes, we did. Two, we're almost at, our league, our, our <laughs> over two years, man. We've been putting in that hard work for that podcast. So, Actually, this brings up a good point. Here. Are you so, one of those people that Long story short, there was a, every a single message oh, on I got everything. Arguing that it's not something I don't have. Don't mess with Martin. Exactly. Just a few minutes away from the... Second half kickoff. Yeah, I was about to ask. Do you want to hear those keys of the game, or do we want to keep Yeah, coming? let's get them. Let's get those keys to the game. Wait, wait, wait. Where are mine at? Where are mine at? James, got yours, too? Wait a minute. No, I don't have my keys. Keys to the second half. He's let's got to earn about $2,000 more before he can actually get himself a pair of keys. <laughs> actually start something. Um, For the keys of the game here between Dixie State and UC Davis, for Dixie State, sustain a drive. Sustain a drive. Sustain some momentum. 
you know, they looked good at the end of the first quarter and into the second quarter with those two touchdowns and cut the lead down to two. But as soon as that momentum swung back into UC Davis's corner after that failed two-point conversion, it hasn't looked the same for Dixie State since then. So sustain a drive. And to even complement that as my second key of the game is to come out with a bang. you got the ball coming out of the second half here. you got the chance to strike back and cut this lead down to 16. So swing for the fences on this drive. Come up with something. And for UC Davis... Sustain the power. As <laughs> we're seeing Sean Denneman leave, sustain the power, sustain the control, and keep running the ball. The running game has worked so well that they do not have to pass tonight. If that keeps going, UC Davis is going to get a win here. And the second half is underway. Appreciate those keys to the game, Martin. Got to get that crowd sound in. The first half. Is in the books. The second half is underway. Yeah, we're looking at the yardage here. Look at the numbers: two hundred nine in the rushing game versus thirty-five for Dixie State, and then for the passing game, one fifty-seven for Dixie State versus ninety-seven for UC Davis. I mean, that tells you the story right there. One-sided, one-sided type ball game on the offense side of the ball. Kennedy Robles with the carry, and he is going to pick up one yard <laughs> on the forward progress. I know Robles is the older classman, and I know he's probably on his way out in spring, so you want to give him some touches. Conley is part of the future for the program, but I'm sorry. Conley is the better running back. Please put him in the game. Oblad in the shotgun. Robles to the left. Here's Oblad trying to make something happen. He's going to throw on the run that one incomplete Play made there by Jalen White. Jalen White had the pick earlier in the game. All right, listen, I know Jalen Powell is the number one receiver. He was trying to come across the field there. Old Blad was trying to make something out of nothing, and he did a really good job. He read everything. He didn't see anything open. He didn't throw it to the check down, which I think would have been the right decision in that play. But um, nonetheless, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an incompletion. And, you know, second down, excuse me, third down coming up here for Dixie State. And Oblad in the shotgun, looking right. Here's the throw, and that one's intercepted. Guess who? Jalen White. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. That's the fourth miscommunication on offense between Oblad and the receivers, and once again, it cost Dixie State in a possession, and they turned the ball right over. Look at that celebration. They're hyped. They're flipping their hands all around. Trying to cool them down. Trying to cool them down. I don't I, I, I just don't know where he's going with the football. It looks like he's going to try to go to Keith Davis, but I'm really not sure what he's reading because Keith Davis is coming back to him, and White is just sitting right there in the middle of the field in the coverage. And I don't know what the over-excessive celebration was about. I mean, you're up by 23. You know, celebrating a turnover up by 23 is like stealing candy from from an eight-year-old. Hey, like, you never know when you're going to get an interception. Interception and fumbles don't come every day. Like you've done it before. You know, have some class. No, you got to have some Quarterback fun. in the game, there's a trick play. Got to have some fun on the field. Got to have some fun in the game. Can't take the fun out of the game. We now have, this is Trent Tompkins at quarterback. Tompkins has been playing all over the field tonight. Well, was, it was Larson on the throw. He was trying to connect with number six for UC Davis. Who is? Who's number six? 
Carson Crawford. There you go, Carson Crawford. Apologies. Second down. Here's the throw into the flat. That one caught. Great tackle in the middle of that right there by number 42. I think that's Toupe for Dixie State. So Rodriguez in the game at quarterback. Larson to the left. Isaac Futu on the tackle right there. Rodriguez dropping back. <laughs> throws to the right. The comeback route incomplete. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what's wrong with Rodriguez tonight. I mean, the numbers say he's a great passer. The numbers say he's lethal. The numbers say he's the guy that will throw it all over the place. And tonight he's just looked just about average. I think besides the running game here, I think UC Davis would be down at Dixie State. But thank God for that running game. Fourth and four, third. 13 and 38 left in the third. That Ooh. one incomplete, almost picked off. And that would have been um, number nine. Perkins' second pick of the day. That would have been because Shrieks, um, I forget Shrieks' uh, first name there. Uh, excuse me. Will Latoa Will was on the on, off the edge and came on a blitz and almost got to Rodriguez on it and would have got him before the ball came out. But fourth down attempt here and, and, and a failed attempt for UC Davis. Dixie State's going to come up with the football. So we'll take a break. When we come back, Dixie State will try to make something happen on offense. Lots of time left in this one. Scores 36-13. to 13. UC Davis Aggies with the lead. When we come back, Dixie State will try to make something happen and get back into this game. You're here with Jacob Zimmerman, Martin Kelly, and James Guerin for Dixie State football here on 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Women now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. Harvard Medical School has now opened its doors to new female applicants. The first woman is now in space. The majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. 
Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Shotgun set. Here's the handoff to Hanley Robles, and he's got room around the outside. Cross the 50, cross the 40, and he's tackled at the 34-yard line into Aggie territory. Drew Canelli Robles, my former roommate. I love that dude. He was so much fun to hang out with from time to time. Knew how to throw a party from time to time as well. Um, but dude, can dude, he made a very good decision there. Bounced it to the outside, waited for the holes to open up. Very good decision there by Robles. I don't know what you're talking about, Martin. Football players don't party. Well, I mean, I didn't mean party. And there's the throw. Complete. Malcolm Ross Turner finds touchdown! the zone. Touchdown, Dixie State. Nice catch there by Malcolm Ross Turner. Great touchdown throw by Old Blad. That was amazing right there. That was an amazing. That was a little sideline route right there. He threw it right where he was going to catch it, and he ran all the way to the end zone and almost and broke a tackle for it as well. Touchdown, Trailblazers! Malcolm Ross Turner with his first touchdown of the year for Dixie State. Hopefully this kicker can make it. The extra point is up, and it's, it's good. good. Are we going to get a sign this time? <laughs> James, did you, did you see he, the sign? He did not see the sign. Okay, we so you not were, the sign. You we we you are were, not going to talk about this. <laughs> a profanity sign in the background. <laughs> okay. We will not say on the broadcast what the sign said, but... On the last field goal attempt for Dixie State, it was completely shanked, by the way. But, (laughs) you know, fans recognize that when a field goal goes up, that if they turn around, that's where the camera is, and they will be on camera. So a fan turned around at UC Davis and showed what their sign was. Towards the field or away from the Towards the camera. Towards the camera. Away from the goal line. So facing the goal post. Away from the goal post. So he's looking away from the field. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so he showed. The so he deliberately sign. turns around, goes out of yes. his way. To, okay. It had the word Dixie in it. That's all I'll say. <laughs> How many words was it? it was three. three words. <laughs> I could already I already know what it is. So keep it in keep it in your own head. We won't say exactly what it was Can on I the say conversation. It's a PG version. No. no. Fetch off. No. no. Oh, it's not that. No. 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 It's not fetch. No. Real. Okay. No. Then I have no idea what it would be. We don't even want to give you. Any idea? No, we do not. <laughs> hey, UC Davis leads at 36-20 here on 91-3. The Blaze There's here. The families Dixie, in the car right Dixie now. Dixie State football on tonight, guys. You know what? The spread was 30 and a half, and my, I might say this this is looking a little. Dixie State's going to cover. It's looking like. Some betters might be happy after the tonight. famous words of Lee Corso, not so fast, my friends. <laughs> UC Davis is coming in here, nationally ranked in the FCS. They're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that they keep getting votes in the polls, and they're going to try and run away with this thing. And I think it's going to get ugly. And speaking you know, of Corso, having him come back is a good sign to see. Yeah, he was wearing the... Uh, what did he put on today? Oh, he he put on the Nittany Lion head. Yeah, I, yeah they got the win. On. Yeah, they did just a few minutes ago. Quick, quick college football recap. We talked about the BYU game. They're up right now, twenty-one to seven, I believe, is the halftime score. But how about Florida 
almost knocking yeah. off Alabama. I was really surprised. They would have had that. that starting quarterback. I think they would have pulled it off. Who's their starter? Uh, it was not the guy that was playing today, which was Jones. I think his last name was Henderson. Well, I'll tell you what. If you had Kyle Trask again this year, they would probably win that game. I, I think Trask was a junior, wasn't he? He could have stayed for another year, I think. Yeah, he could have, but he went pro. Hey, sitting as a third-string backup behind Tom Brady when you possibly got a guaranteed Super Bowl trip, why would Is anybody? Where he's at? He's in yeah, Tampa he's Bay. In Tampa. Practice squad quarterback. He's got a trip all the way to the Super Bowl. Be a nice, easy ring. Of course. It's the greatest of all time. <laughs> and there's the kickoff, a short kickoff. Return from the 25-yard line out. Towards the 36, and UC Davis will take over. You know, James brought up a good point here about UC Davis. UC Davis is obviously the better team against Dixie State. I'm not going to sit here and say that UC Davis is a far, far lesser roster than Dixie State, but if Dixie's, if UC Davis has any chance at swinging the momentum back into their corner, this is going to be the drive to do it because I have a feeling they're going to run that football down Dixie State's throat, and that defense has got to come up with some big stops. Offense has been unstoppable today. We'll see if anything changes here in the second half. Here's the handoff to Gilliam Jr. Gilliam making five, six, seven trailblazers have to bring him down. Yeah, I told you, man. They're gonna run this ball. They're just they're just gonna run this ball right up the middle. They're gonna do exactly what they did on the first drive, and they're not gonna stop doing it until they get their touchdown. This is where Dixie State's got to come up big uh, on their on their defensive line and their front seven. This yeah. is where the game is determined. Been talking about the D line. I think the secondary's nice. I think the linebacker core is solid, <laughs> but I think the D line not getting a good push as what has hurt them in this game. And some no huddle here. Up tempo. Here's the handoff to Gilliam Jr. again. Gilliam picks up the first down and is tackled across the middle. They're already past midfield into Dixie State's territory. Good run there again by Gilliam. I think you got to drag down a safety into the box now. Put one high. Drag down uh, Tyrell Grayson. Have Nash play over the top. You they're, need another guy. In they're here. basically doing that right now. Five. Three, yeah, basically. UC a Davis five, is four. keeping everything really in bunched in set. They're not going to run outside anytime soon. Wow, that O line gets such a good push. There was nine guys in the box of Dixie State, and they just all got moved back. I mean, Gilliam Jr. Before he even crossed the line of scrimmage, his offensive line was out two yards in front of him, just completely getting a great push, and they've been responsible for Gilliam Jr.'s run heavy attack there's a good response there oh good tackle off gotta tackle him gotta tackle him gilliam jr finally wrapped up inside the 10 by darius nash making guys miss not only is the offensive line playing well but gilliam jr is making guys miss yeah you gotta make that tackle in the backfield if you're number three malaki malaki you cannot let him go darius nash saves the game saves the touchdown right there but Ooh, I, ooh. It's a I handoff thought, inside I thought Gillian almost fumbled that. <clears throat> that was Larson on the carry. Gillian's not in the game. Yeah, he's he's going to get tired out there burning our defense. <laughs> he's looking like Walter Payton out there tonight. 
Larison in the Wildcat. That's Rodriguez top of the screen. He's going to take it himself, and he's going nowhere. Wrapped up for no gain. Lots of Trailblazers in there, including 42, you Isaac Foten. You see how much of a big difference is as versus their other rushers for UC Davis versus, um, apologies, Gilliam, who comes back into the game here and will probably just get the run straight up the middle there as Darius Nash made the tackle on the last play. Well, Larison's had himself a pretty good day. I know he's over 60 yards on the ground. Speaking but he's not him, Gilliam. He's in motion. You're right about that. Throw on the run just out of the reach. Guy who's, a guy who's run for 100 yards versus a guy who's run 60 yards, a 40-yard difference is a big difference. This is a fourth down here. And good stop in the red zone from the Trailblazers. Really good stop here. They force a field goal right here. It's only a 19-point game with a touchdown on Dixie State's next drive. Would cut it down to 12. Yeah. Still too much to make up. Never say never. Just got to say that. Never say never. The extra point is up and right down the middle. It's good. 39-20 is the score in the ball game at UC Davis in California. Of course, Dixie State on the road. Their first road game in their third game of the fall D1 FCS schedule. Jacob Zimmerman, Martin Kelly, and James Guerin on the call. We'll be right back in just a sec. Quick timeout and right back here to the Trailblazer football action on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Hi, this is Josh Groban. My favorite thing about music is its ability to inspire and nourish the soul. That's why I'm proud to work with Feeding America, an organization that inspires hope for families in need and helps nourish the 16 million kids in this country struggling with hunger. The Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and helps get it to kids in need, but they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Maria Menunos coming to you with some urgent news impacting families across America. Studies reveal that one in five children in America are struggling with hunger. That's nearly 16 million children. The good news is that the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks is helping to get surplus food to children and families facing hunger. But they can't do it alone. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Second half kickoff underway in Provo, BYU hosting Arizona State. That game is 21-7. We'll be giving updates on that one throughout the rest of our broadcast here. B.Y. Cougs. B.Y. Cougs. You a Cougar fan, Mark? Not a Cougar fans, but I'll defend the Cougars a little bit because they are a better football program than most people think. Um, That's true. 
They can play football. They have good football teams, man. I mean, they've had Heisman Trophy winners, Super Bowl winning coaches. I mean, they got everything, man, up in up in Provo up there. It's a beautiful campus. It's a beautiful stadium, too. I saw that stadium. Man, I would love to go just to a game there. I'm not a huge Cougar fan. I, I like defending them a little bit. But, man, if I can go to Provo, Utah, and go to a game, I would. Been down on their stadium. You have. I have. Wow, that's 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 for that's awesome. Team got to visit. Was it for state title? Do you guys play state titles at Provo? We play them at Utah. So we get the kickback here. It was all the way into the end zone. So Dixie State will start with the ball on the 25. 39 20. Good reminder of high school football. Region 10. Yeah, if you're driving around your car right now, you don't know. Region 10 high school football is where it's at here in southern Utah. A lot of entertaining games. You can catch those over on ESPN (laughs) 97.7. I don't know how much of an entertaining game it was yesterday with Desert Hills and Dixie. That was a mess. It was. This one complete to Powell. Powell's going to pick up the first down before he gets knocked out with the 35. But I'll tell you what. We got to hear that sound crowd. Dixie... Dixie and Desert Hills was a good game last night. Desert Hills started to pull away in the second half, but story on that one. Talk about fumbleitis. I was. I oh was, yeah, yeah. Six, Lots of fumbles. Six fumbles. What was it like? Five interceptions in the game total. It was something like nine, nine or ten total turnovers. They couldn't figure out which one it was. But how about Kenley Robles, Martin? Look at nice that. Nice run. Kenley Robles is making me eat my words, saying it sure should be is. Conley in the game. But Kenley Robles is putting in the runs there as one UC Davis player is a little shaken up there. But great run up the middle there. Great blocking by that offensive line. Kept his head up. He looked down for a second, hit one man, got away from another, got tackled by two more on the side of UC Davis's field. 8.45 left in the <gasps> third, and a bad place of confusion there. Robles takes all that momentum that he had and went right down the other way as he ran into the quarterback. Robles probably was supposed to go to the left. Instead, he got in the way. A little bubble screen. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah, it's just it was on the fake. It was on the it was on the fake of the play. The design of the play is to fake the handoff to Robles and then use that as the read so that he can you know pass the ball. And we got an update here, Jacob. It's not an update. It's more of a thing that I've noticed in this game. We'll we'll talk after this play. As Ov caught there by Caleb Veach, was it? No, man. So going back to that previous play. What makes a play-action pass work? The defense has to bite on the run. What has to happen in order for a defense to bite on? They have to be able to run the ball well. Well, they haven't, so why are you doing play-action passes? You know, no one's going to fall for that. And if they do, it's going to be a three, four-yard. I mean, I just don't get the play-con scheme here. I mean, you're down. you You haven't had too much success at all. And yet you're still here running the ball. I just, I'm a pass guy. I don't really like running the ball. I'd, if I was a coach, I'd probably be 70-30 passing. I'd be like the run and shoot. I would just never run the ball. You because, sound more like a 90-10 guy. Well, here's the thing. like with these, as, we get a, as we get an incompletion on third down, it'll be fourth down. Apologies. Fourth down. No worries. But I'm just saying, with, with less skilled recruits, which Dixie clearly has compared to the opponents that they're playing. Yeah. You need to be able to put a scheme together 
that can at least give you a chance to compete. And that's why I love the run and shoot so much. And I'm a believer in the run and shoot because my favorite college team did the run and shoot for so long and it worked and they didn't have the best recruits. So maybe Dixie state and maybe that's, this is a long overhaul, you know, maybe it's just too much to do, but I don't know, try the run and shoot, you know, it's designed for players who are not as big, who are not as fast, who are not as athletically gifted as some of the other players in the country. And it gives you a chance to at least be offensively explosive. And I just have not ever seen this team ever have an explosive offense. I've just, I've never seen it. So yeah, they are more conservative. I'll disagree with that they last point, but I'll go, talk about that later. They don't go for the big plays. We don't see big plays down the field. We don't see trick plays from Dixie state. I wish we saw even more screen. We plays. don't see big plays. What are you talking about? What's, what's the point of having Devin Osborne on the roster? I mean, he hasn't been playing. He hasn't played all year. <laughs> He's got a hamstring issue, man. Hamstrings are very well, touchy. Hamstrings gotta, are in and go. You just got to stretch. That's all you got to do. He's six foot eight. He's skinny as a stick. He doesn't LeBron's have a whole never, all LeBron's you have to do is never stretch. had a hamstring injury. He's six eight. He probably has. <laughs> He's 275 pounds, a 180-pound wide, wide receiver versus 278-pound power forward. Malachi, two different Malachi in the backfield, throwing him down. Great tackle there. Great tackle there by Malachi Malachi, the heart of this defense, the captain of this defense, the guy that stands there at the end of the day and says, no, you're not going to get past this defense, makes a big play on Gilliam, who's been running like Walter Payton all night. He's been putting up the numbers. Great stop there by Malachi Malachi. Looked like Mike Singletary out there. Number three in honor of Abraham Reinhardt, rest in peace. Here's Rodriguez dropping back, and the ball is tipped. Good play made there in the flat from Dylan Hendrickson. There's a flag, and it was a f- offsides for Dixie for Dixie State, so it'll be five yards for UC Davis. <clears throat> you know, the amazing thing about Abraham Reinhardt, you bring him up, his final true play as a Dixie State college football player before his tragic accident in the spring was an interception to upset Colorado School Mines in a game where Mike Sanders threw for 500 yards and four touchdowns in a wow. win over Colorado School Mines, who was ranked sixth in Division II play at the time. It was probably the biggest play in Dixie State's history so far in football. And man, that man, that that man is missed every day. I miss Reinhardt so much. Rodriguez keeping it himself picks up three. Rodriguez, and we mentioned we mentioned it in the pregame show. He can run, and he hasn't used his legs all night. It's been mainly Gilliam who's been using his legs. As they'll bring in another quarterback here, they'll bring Rodriguez out. Little update from BYU. Still 21-7 as they lead it with about 11, min- 11 minutes left to go in the third. Man in motion. This is a quarterback keeper. And Tompkins takes it himself, picks up about seven. Tompkins has got that ability as a runner. He can play wide receiver. He can play running back. And they're going to give him a couple reads here just to throw in a little another wrench into the plan for Dixie State on another player they got to keep an eye on. Interesting no huddle here. Gilliam takes it himself, and he's wrapped up. Tackled in the backfield. 
Guess who? Malake Malake, the Mike Singletary of this defense, man. He came out with a big play right there to make a stop on Gilliam. Again, he's been running like Walter Payton all night, and that's a great tackle Just right came there. came in right up the middle on the backside, followed the guards who were pulling, and he went untouched. He put the perfect hands right there. He almost grabbed the face mask, and he said, no, I'm not going to grab that face mask. I'm not going to give him something cheap on a penalty, and he kept – his hands right where they were supposed to be. Great play there by Malake Malake. Another jet sweep motion. Rodriguez facing some pressure. Throws it. This one complete across the middle. And that's number one for UC Davis picking up the first down. Isaiah, no, not Isaiah, CJ Hutton. Malake Malake hesitated just a little bit. If he would have never hesitated on his blitz, he went straight at um, Tompkins. He would have got, uh, excuse me, Rodriguez. He would have got him before he got that ball out into his receiver. Here's the snap. Faking the handoff to Gilliam. He's looking back, pointing out direction. He's going to run all over the backfield, trying to make something happen. Untouched, no pressure, and that one's incomplete. Straight up dropped pass. Looked like Roger Stahlback back there trying to run and trying to find some life back there. and He, he was just running back and forth. Nobody back was and after forth him. Back and forth and back and forth. Talk about having... All day, all night, all week to throw, man. Yeah, he had all year. Over 57 for Dixie State. Um, apologies. Like, um, Malaki Malaki is down on the field here. We got an injury timeout. Arizona State knocks in the extra point. Make it 21 to 14. Give me updates on that one all night long. So we'll take a break. 39-20. Malaki Malaki is the injured player down. We'll be right back here with Trailblazer Football on 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. We're your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. Enroll! Health insurance is now affordable and covers prescriptions, hospitalizations, and preventive care. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn more. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Welcome back, St. George. Dixie State's got a football game going on right now. If you're just joining us, they are down 
19 to UC Davis. They're at UC Davis. You're probably not hearing the roar of the crowd from St. George from Greater Zion Stadium because they're on the road. And they're playing pretty good. Their offense has more points in this game than they've had all season combined. That's a good takeaway. Yeah, that is a good takeaway as we get the last play here. It was a third down and seven, and he threw it to number 87. That's the third drop of the night from number 87. He has had, he doesn't have his hands tonight, and he's dropped a couple good passes there. Would have extended the drive, but you see Davis punting for the first time tonight. That was a very high punt. Very high. Good punt. What was it? Was it last week or was it in the Sac State game that uh, Day had that one that went from, like, the 10 to the other side of the 10? Uh, I think that was in the Weaver State game, wasn't that? The, where he, like, punted from, like, his own 20 and punted it to the other side of the field. I think mm-hmm. it was last week's game. It was either last week or the week before. I mean, if it was last week, they gave up a really long touchdown drive after that. But I, I think it was, probably, it was probably against Sac State. So we are back. UC Davis leads it 39-20 to 20 over Dixie State. 347 left to go in the third. Dixie State will have the ball. Oblad. Pass is batted down. Incomplete. Oblad did not see the fact that the defensive lineman was looking at him the entire time, waiting for him to throw the football. And when he did, he jumped up at the exact moment he was supposed to, and he always had an, another interception on the night there. Nick Eaton. He's just reading it the entire time, and Oblad just doesn't see him. He, he would have had a pick six. He but. thought he thought he thought to himself that he can get that ball over to Malcolm Ross Turner, and he wasn't going to. Two running back set. I believe that's Powell in the backfield. It is, and here's Oblad stepping up in the pocket, rolling, and he throws that one away. So he threw it to Jalen Powell and. I think there's a penalty. Yeah, I think there's a penalty on the field for the hit on Oblad. I'm not sure if it's either targeting or roughing the passer. We're about to find out. It's number 15 for UC Davis. We get a replay. and Ooh, that might be targeting. That might be targeting. They are going to call it targeting. They will look this at... They will look... At this under the replay. So, Jacob, as we bring up some of the targeting rules here in college football, as has been implemented in the last couple years, targeting rules basically for all the listeners who don't know is if you are making any contact as a defender towards the head of the runner, the receiver, or the quarterback, and it makes contact with the neck area or the head area, they will call it an automatic 15-yard penalty against the defense, but they will also look at the replay of the hit to determine whether the player will be thrown out of the game or not. And at the moment, UC Davis's player number 15 is on is on judgment on whether he will get kicked out of this game or not. And you know, I don't like I don't like it because That's targeting right there. Of, I'm sorry. That that's targeting. He, he went straight for the head. He didn't lead with the head. Here's my He problem. did. Here's my problem. On plays where the offense ducks down and the defensive guy would have had his helmet hit the quarterback and the numbers, whoever on offense and the numbers, except they dip down, and it's really off of offensive mistakes that these defensive players get penalties. And so I don't like it all the time, Martin. I think more often than not, the targeting is a little unfair in college football. 
I don't really have an issue with the targeting call. I think it does need to be implemented. But I think where a lot of the ones that do get called targeting that can actually get reversed is when you make contact with the person that you are tackling. If you make contact with them, but they go out of their way to lower their head to meet you. That, to yeah. me, is not targeting no. because the the person with the ball is literally moving their own head to the spot where they know the defender has to hit you. So it almost seems like they're planning on trying to get targeted. Well, they're going to call Teddy Buchanan, the player who was in question whether it was a targeting or not. They're going to say it was targeting, and he's out of the game. He's a redshirt freshman from South San Fran, California, so he'll be all right. He'll come back in and play some more games, but he's out of this one for the rest of the night, boys. Oblad is in trouble. He goes all the way back, and all of the yardage they just got back from that penalty, they lost it all. Talk about a Plaxico Burris moment. Just kind of shoot yourself in the foot here. I mean, you get a good amount of yardage thanks to the penalty, and then you just you just throw it away. I mean, it's like the, the penalty didn't even happen. So these are just small things that, you know, a lot of people kind of overlook. And, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's not, it's not that big. You know, it didn't affect the game. No, it's going to because baby steps eventually all lead to the promised land eventually. You know? Plaxico, so, huh? Yeah, I had to throw in the analogy. Bad joke. Bad joke. But a good joke. But Funny joke, but a bad joke. I know exactly where you're going with that one. So be third down here for the Trailblazers. Hey, there's your man, Quali Conley, in the game. 236 left to go here. UC Davis leads at 39-20. Oblad takes the snap, looks left, right, now, throws it, it's caught. First down and 10 here for Dixie State as Malcolm Ross Turner comes up with that grab. Yeah, Malcolm Ross Turner on the comeback route. Got enough separation from the corner <coughs> and just enough to pick up the first down and chains are moving. Much as this is probably not Dixie State's night, consider they're only down by 19, but they probably should be down by like 35. Got to give them credit for that. Yeah. First down and 10 here. Spread 30 and a half. They're, they're covering. The snap. Here's the handoff to Conley. Conley up the middle. Gets two. Conley is just a tough runner, man. He likes waiting for those holes to open up. He's very patient. He's also from California, so a little bit of a trip home, trip back to the home state here. He's representing Dixie State, not UC Davis. But I'd be willing to bet half the team, half the rosters from California. I would probably guess about maybe close to about a third, third of the roster is probably from Keep California. Oh, in and out of the hands of the defender, almost uh, picked. And they're going to call a pass interference. I think it's either pass interference or holding on the UC Davis's defender there because he was tugging on Malcolm Ross Turner. As yeah, his they're going to call pass inter- popped out the jersey. That's a good sign of a hold. Pass interference is the call here. We did talk about how UC Davis in the pregames had issues with penalties as they've had. From 12 to 13 penalties in their first two games. So a team that likes to play on the edge and likes to be a little bit a little bit more aggressive than they should be. Oblad, Oblad in the shotgun. Throw in complete to Conley, but Conley only is going to get about three yards on the reception. You got to give Conley so much credit for how tough of a runner he is and... Think about this. He's only a freshman. He's not a sophomore. He's not a junior. He's not a senior. He's a freshman. 
he's going to have so many more great years ahead of him in this Dixie State program with Coach Paul Peterson. The success is going to come for this kid real quick. I couldn't agree more. Here's Oblad dropping back, having to scramble around, and the pressure finally gets to him. He did not see the middle linebacker, waited for him to take the snap, and then went right up the middle there. That was Shreet, uh, Shart, Shartag. Shartag, I'll call him that. Um, Shartig? Shartig? Yeah, don't worry about it. Anyway, point is, came right in the middle of that, came on the right blitz call right there. The outside rusher was right there to also collapse the pocket, and Dixie State's in a third down and long here. Yeah, we were talking about how Dixie State's offensive line has looked better than they did in the first two weeks, but the last two drives, they've started to really give stuff up. And here's the throw from Oblat. Having nice a time. throw. Complete to Powell. Powell going to pick up the first down and more. Nice throw there from Jay, uh, from excuse me from from Oblad to Jalen Powell. Um, apologies, Jacob, but that's just a good throw right there, right to the numbers. Good first down pickup. I think Powell might be on pace to break the all-time record for targets in a game because in that first half he was at 15. Yep. And so it, it just seems like 18 targets on the 18, night. 18. So I have wow. a feeling that. That might be pretty close to the record. I'll, 10 I'll look 95 it up. is his day. Powell's having a wonderful day. And here's the throw. Touchdown! Complete! There is the catch complete to David Fisher for the touchdown. That's exactly the same play he ran in the first game against Sacramento State where he dropped the ball and could have had a touchdown to change that game. This time he caught the ball on the exact same route. Dixie State gets this game within reach before just at the end of the third quarter. The fourth quarter is going to be interesting, folks. Following the touchdown grab, it's 39-26. to We'll have the extra point in just a moment. It's Connor Brooksby. His kick is up and good. Make it just a 12-point ball game. Dixie State hanging around in California at UC Davis. This is Dixie State football here on the one and only 91.3 The Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Get out to the forest. And discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah! Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. Woohoo! This is great. And endless surprises. Yo, this is untapped territory. How amazing. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing all across America. Despite having more than enough food available, there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids. But they need your help. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. 
It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Some confusion on the field, not sure what's going on. But the offense was back out on the field for Dixie State. I guess they waved off their field goal. They're looking at that touchdown grab. I don't know what they're looking for. I don't see anything. I'm confused. But uh, in that break, James, we were talking about what is the record for grabs in a game for a Dixie State player? Powell is getting pretty close. Is it any? Yeah, he's only four catches away from tying the record. So with the amount of work that he's been he's got 18 targets. So not a great catch-to-target ratio. <coughs> Dixie's going to... Sorry, I was going to say, but with that being said, you know, he has a chance. Dixie State is going for two. Not sure what happened on the field goal. It was up and good. So not sure why they're having to redo this play. But Powell, with the grab, there's a flag on the field. But he got in for the two-point score. And we'll see what the officials have to say. Good little trick bootleg play right there. But th- this would make it a... 11-point game if they if this call stands. But it's going to be on the offense. They're going to call a legal shift. So I think you need to go back and kick the field goal now. It was a legal shift on Jalen. He wasn't set before the ball was snapped. <clears throat> yeah, he kind of faked back to the side where he came from on the motion. And they got him with the illegal motion call. So... For the second time, Dixie State will attempt the extra point. Just a little miscommunication. Not, not, nothing, too, nothing to worry about. We're all right. Connor Brooksby off the upright. <laughs> <laughs> he made it. Martin, you kind of had a flashback there for a second. Are you okay? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't have a flashback. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, man. What it must be like to be a Bears fan. Says the Panthers fan who's, hey, lost, who's lost two Super Bowls. At least we made it. I've made it to a Super Bowl, and I've won that Super Bowl. Yeah, the Panthers actually have a Super Bowl. No, they don't. No, they they won in the 90s, didn't they? No. no. When they're at their first or second year of existence. They made it to the championship game, not to the Super Bowl. We made it in 03 against the Rams, and we made it pa- in 15. Patriots. Sorry, Patriots. It was no, it. In their first season, they made it to the 96 championship game against the Green Bay Packers. Which, that's just crazy. How, how the heck does that happen? I don't Steve know. Steve Berline, that's why. <laughs> first Sam year, Mills. First-year team surprises everybody in the new NFC South and wins the NFC South and goes that on to— That never happen in football. Why not? It almost happened with the Vegas Golden Knights. They almost won that's the entire Stanley story. Cup in the NHL. That's a different story. Very well. Speaking of that, the Vegas— Vegas sports are really turning up now. The Monday night football game between the Ravens and the Raiders broke records. It was the most watched Monday night football game in the NFL since 2013. You know, you got to give credit to the NFL. As much as we all dog on the NFL for some boring games or for some repetitive storylines, the first NFL week plus this Thursday night football game against the Giants – and the Washington football team have been a lot of fun to watch. We got to admit that they've been some. There has been a lot of fun football games to watch, and I think in the last ten years, that Monday Night Football game with the Raiders and the Ravens was the best Monday Night Football game in a long, long time. Speaking of 
week two. Yes. On our podcast, the Coin Flip Podcast, available on RadioDixie913.com and Podbeam and YouTube. Wherever you can we, find it as well. Yes. We talked about the games. We gave some prediction for the NFL. James, we predicted your team's game, the Rams and the Colts. Martin and I both picked the Rams to beat the Colts. Yeah, that's okay. I did too. Wait, so no, no I didn't. hard feelings. You picked the Colts? I didn't pick the Colts game. I swear you picked the Rams game. I swear you did. I picked the Chargers and the Cowboys. Anyway. Well, I picked the Rams. Are you picking the Rams too, James? Yeah, you have to. I mean, after seeing them, what, what they did on Sunday Even night. Even your man Colin Coward. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I just saw how great Stafford was against he Chicago. Was. But and I, it just blew me away, and I know that the Colts' defense will put up a better fight than the Bears' defense did. I know that for a fact. So your teams might be 0-2. Martin, your team... Might be 0 2. I think there's the no threat of us going 0 2. I picked the Bengals to beat the Well, Bengals. that's the, the thing. Andy Dalton's going back. I know it's not in Cincinnati. I really wish this one was in Cincinnati. I just love it when He's, quarterbacks go back and play against their old team. He True. did He did that last year and he got a win. Cowboys did travel to Cincinnati last year. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't hate the matchup, but at the same time, uh, I just, I, I, I just want to see the story. The quarterback, go, except for week four when Brady goes back to New England. That's, that's the first time back, that's right? The, that will be the first time, Woo. and I hope the Patriots absolutely destroy him. Just obliterate well, him. We know what you're hoping for. I'm It'll, hoping for a Patriots division win. You and know a title Tom run. is probably going to walk in there and hang 50 in Gillette. <laughs> at least at least <laughs> Against 50. Bill? At least 50. No one knows Brady better than Bill. No one knows <laughs> Bill better than Brady. Do we? Does anyone really know Bill, though? No. Does anyone act? Does his own wife even know him? The guy doesn't talk. He doesn't give you any kind of extra additional info at all. You see what he said about he social got, media? He was like, yeah, social media. I mean, it's the same thing before social media. We, we treat football the same. <laughs> yeah, that's the golden rule, man. The man's been around football since the 60s. He's been around Jeez. forever. He was a, uh, as we get back to action here, UC Davis leads at Dixie State 39-27. How 50. about it, though? 27 points. We only had yeah. 10, 10 points the whole in, year. in two games. 27 points. Regardless, this is the best performance from the Trailblazers squad and I think, on the year. And I think, Jacob, that last week was the last time we're going to see Cody Willstead on the field. You are probably uh, right. I, you know, I just was he injured? Did he start? I missed no it. injuries. No. He just didn't start. He just did two, not start. Well, two seventy one is a lot better than one fifty nine, which was Willstead's high on the year. But the three picks, though, the three but, picks are the big are are the big circle. You got to live with that, though. He four to three is the ratio, and another really good return for UC Davis. They've been doing this well all night long, and another return out past the thirty yard line. Yeah. Dixie State's got to clean up those special team problems. It's it's tackling. It's not placement of where the where they're lined up or they're running into their lanes. It's all tackling. You got to tackle. You got to make a square up tackle. Well, speaking of the lanes, Martin, nobody was in that lane. Like the fourth the fourth guy in on the right side did not fulfill his responsibility. You got to get the you got to get off your blocks. You got to make a square tackle. You got to be straight. You got to be low. You got to have your head up and you got to look at the guy. That's what you have to do. So we got an update from BYU ASU Arizona State BYU 21-17. What about what? 348 left to go, James? 
Yeah, I think it's third quarter is almost over. So we're going to get a stoppage of play here. Yeah, 340. 340. We're going to reset the clock. 39-27, Jacob, with fourth quarter left to go here. This is this has been an impressive game. I know UC Davis is winning, but this is the best we've seen Dixie State probably since since the spring when they finished off and they yeah. won against Fort Lewis. This is yeah. the best we've seen them. Impressive performance on the offensive side of the football. I can't believe I'm saying that. But the special teams has really been the big difference. Martin, i got to be real with you. If they didn't let any of those three big returns go, this might be a one-score game, maybe even a tie game. And there's it a handoff be. to Gilliam Jr. He picks up six. You you bring up a good point there with the problems on special teams, the missed field goal, the two. Has it has it been three big kickoff returns? There was three that were like sixty yards plus. You know that those those that's a big issue because placement of where you have your next drive. If UC Davis has a short amount of fieldage to go versus Dixie State having to go about seventy five or seventy yards versus UC Davis going twenty five or. 30 yards, it's a very big difference in scoring, and you're absolutely right, Jacob. Handoff again to Gilliam, and he will pick up the first down on a gain of five. Good run there. What's, what's there more to say about Gilliam? He's just, he's been explosive. He's just been absolutely explosive. He hits the holes right at the same time. He bounces off tackles. You know, we... we Austin Eckler was a was a good example of a guy who didn't play on a great team but got a chance in the NFL. I'm not calling Gilliam a everyday back in the NFL, but this kid might have a shot at the next level. Rodriguez sends the man in motion. Here's the handoff to Gilliam again. Cuts up field. He picks up three yards on the carry. Him and Conley are just so patient and, and so just they're not – they're not just straight run through the hole that is designed. They're going to wait for other opportunities to open up on the field, and it's very impressive to watch Gilliam do what he do what he does, and and to have some impressive runs tonight is is very big. As we're going to get a injury timeout here, as the players down for Dixie State, I think it's number seventy one. Okay, I think it is. Uh oh, a lineman down. You're pointing to the roster there, Jacob. What do you got to say? I just noticed there was someone from my high school at Dixie State. Ooh. Cole Watts, Orem High School. Ooh, Orem High School. Yep. Speaking of Orem, did you guys beat Jordan this week? The Beat Diggers of Jordan High School. I couldn't Th- even tell That's you. their team name? Beat Diggers? Yes. Jordan High School Wow, beat why is that getting canceled? Yeah. What is that? That's too close. Like, how is Dixie any worse than that? Well, <laughs> like, come on, people. We got to wake up here. Beat digger as in meaning wow. like, like an actual, like, the vegetable. No, that, 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 that beat digger is an actual vegetable. Uh, can you confirm that? Look that up and see if that's real. <laughs> beat digger? You've never had a beat? Like beets. Yeah, like the actual like vegetable. Veg- yeah, that's what the, what the heck's a beet digger? Someone that digs beets? Exactly. I mean, we all dig beets. I mean, we're all here at Radio Dixie, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just coming at you with the analogy. That's today. a good one. Dang, A-plus dang. for that one. Yeah. A-plus. 
Where's I've, been, the, I've been watching too much Coward. Is I get the too bell much still over there yeah. on your side of the desk, Jacob? Is the bell still over the there? Bell? There's there a was bell a bell in here, here one time. I need to find a little, a little sound clip to play or something. Ding! Let's do the cash money. Ka-ching! <laughs> but yes, Jordan versus Orem yesterday in 6A football. We had 4A football in Region 10 yesterday. We need an air horn button. That's what there we, we go. James I think we some. do. We have I, want, I want to say there is one in there. In I the could be keys? wrong. Maybe Sean took it off, but ah. there used to be a lot of sound effects. There used to be a sound effects. Uh, there still is. There's got to be. There's like a whole sheet of them. It's probably it's probably on Sean's. Uh, We're looking through, list. trying to find the. Sean air walks horn. in right now. No. Hey, but let's, <laughs> let's stay with this. Let's stay with this game, guys. Thirty-nine twenty-seven. UC Davis leading this one over Dixie State. I mean. Defensively, they haven't played particularly great, but no. they still have been competitive. I'm still saying it, man. They haven't given up the most explosive plays tonight. They've all just been consistent runs for UC Davis. But looking at the defensive stats for Dixie State, Tyrell Grayson is still leading the way with 15 total tackles from your strong safety. Malaki Malaki, your weak side linebacker, eight total tackles for them are solo, three of them are in the backfield. How about Darius Nash, the yeah. free safety, playing well? Uh, Devin Perkins had to pick earlier in the game, if you didn't see that. Will Leota for tackles himself. How about Smith Bezgrowicz playing the star position? Pretty good performances from some of these individual players on Dixie State. But coming back from a break... UC Davis just scored a touchdown. So it is now 45 to 27. Gilliam Jr. with another another touchdown. He's up to what is he now up to on the day? Let's see. 4 Was that his fourth? I think it's I think it's his fourth. You're looking at the wrong numbers. We will have to wait for the live stats to update. Either three or four touchdowns on the day. It's four touchdowns. He had three in the first half. I, that might, that one might have been a receiving touchdown. So he's got four total regardless. And Rodriguez picking up a passing touchdown. We'll take a quick break here on 91-3 The Blaze. Hope you're enjoying the action between the Aggies and the Trailblazers here on 91 Three. By the Feeding America nationwide network, banks collect surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. Yeah, we're back. Welcome in St. George. It's Radio, not Radio Dixie. I mess this up all the time. It's 91.3 The Blaze. You know what's up. You're here with me, DJ Zim, a.k.a. Jacob Zimmerman, a.k.a. the sports director here at 91.3 The Blaze. I'm joined by Martin Kelly, James Garen. We're rocking out, enjoying some Dixie State football on a Saturday night where the offense 
of the Trailblazers looking better than it has all year. The offense has been getting criticized from the St. George media, but you know what? They're clapping back, aren't they? Yeah, they are clapping back tonight. I mean, obviously this is a game where UC Davis is going to win, but I think what Dixie State has shown tonight is they still got a lot of talent. They still got a lot of growing to do. This year is a real test to see how well they can compare themselves to the D1 talent. And I think you give this team about another year, I think they'll have some real real legit talent to play against some guys. Player down on the field for Dixie State. It's Malini Tia. Backup DB. Yeah, keep it right here. Let's preview next week, Jacob, as it will be a huge assignment for Dixie State. Yeah. The biggest one on biggest one on their schedule. I know. Other than Sam Houston. Other than Sam Houston, they're going to have to go up against the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State and a little connection to James O'Rear because that's where Adam Vinatieri, the second greatest kicker of all time, went to school. Wait, what? What did you say? Second greatest kicker of all time. Behind who? Uh, Justin Tucker or someone? Like, <laughs> What do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> no, the Bears. Robbie Gold or yeah. something. No, Robbie Gold is. Uh, I wouldn't call Robbie Gold better than uh, Adam Vinatieri. I wouldn't say that. Um, but point I mean, is, it would sound like the rest of your takes. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet for the rest. <laughs> Malini of the Tia able to get up on his own power. James, you can take over. <laughs> it's a little roast session. It's hot in here. This fan is not doing enough. Apparently not. It's not doing anything at all whatsoever. Yeah, I'm feeling kind of like the Dixie State secondary. A little burnt right now. <laughs> wow. It's a, It's not even their secondary, though. They're not giving up huge pass plays. I mean, it's been it's been the D-line. I think Darius Nash is one in, in one of my online classes. I'll tell him that. Oplad sending a man in motion. Screen pass complete to Jalen Powell. Powell's got room up the right sideline, and he finally falls down on the 37-yard line I know in Keith Davis is territory. In my, I know Keith Davis is in one of my classes. I'll tell him that. Tell them what? They might agree. Yeah, we'll see about Tell that. Tell them what? Just a, little, just a little roasting. That's all. Just a little <laughs> roasting. Just a little prepping of mindsets. That's all. <laughs> you, know, you know, maybe that's what it, it, it's going to have to take is for them to hear these roasts and for them to get angry <laughs> and for them to get motivated to do better. Because, yeah, the media guy. Yeah, oh, yeah you because know, you, you got to take, you know, sometimes they say, don't listen to the media. It's bad for you. Well, sometimes you need to hear the media. Oh, yeah. So people, so you can actually hear about what people have to say about 20, you. 26 wins in three years is not waking up at all. Against whatsoever. who? 26 wins. Who are they wins. playing, Martin? They played against Colorado School Mines. They beat them. And they've beaten them once in like the last six years. It is they a sack. A Big old number 99. That's Bryce Rogers. You can only play on who's on your schedule. You can only play who's on your schedule. Following the big-time sack, that's second and 22. Dixie State's had some issues with personnel on the field. They've always had some guys running off and running on. they got to get that straightened out. Clapping for the ball is Oblad. Canyon standing back, has time, going to fire it over the middle. Too high for his intended target, Jay McEwen. Yeah, just everybody was covered. Nobody was open downfield. So that sets up third and very, very long. 12-12 left in the fourth quarter. 
27-46 ball game. If you're just joining us, Trailblazers, their first road game of the fall 2021 D1 FCS schedule. UC Davis ranked 14th in Division One FCS play. And that oh. ball is going to be in and out of the hands of Keith Davis. They're going to call that an incomplete pass, but it almost was a fumble. Yeah, Keith Davis had it in his hands. I'll give him a little chirp on that on Tuesday morning when we're in the same class. But he should have had that ball. He hasn't had a whole lot of targets or receptions all night. That's right in his hands. He's got you, – you got to bring that in. I, I know he's got the two hands on the ball, but you got to bring that into one hand and hold that hold on to that ball as you get hit. So DSU really deep in their own territory. you got to be careful – on this max punt protect. Yeah, they're going to bring the pressure. Always, when you, always, you always want to do that when you're down here in this zone of the field is they'll back off. Short punt. That one fielded in Dixie territory. And nice tackle. Finally wrapped up at 40. So not the greatest punt. No. And that sets UC Davis in great territory. I feel like punting a ball, though, far is harder than kicking the ball. Hear me out because, yeah, we may see kickers, you know, miss chip shots all the time. But how often do you actually see a collegiate punter punt the ball 50 yards airtime? You just don't really see it that often. So, yeah, I mean, the punt wasn't very good, but neither was the coverage. So, yeah. Great knowledge from James. I appreciate that. Special teams breakdown. Yeah, how getting... many how many broadcasts can say they got a special teams yeah, guru? Special teams specialist. <laughs> I like. Apparently, what a forty-seven yard field goal made in high school. Yeah. It's the record. That's all that matters. Yeah. We're gonna have to look that up. Martin handles the offense. I got the defense. James got the special teams. Offense puts the points up, man. Offense puts the points up. Defense wins championships, baby. They do. And speaking of Dixie's defense, they're getting gashed. Giving up a first down. Tackle finally made by Tyrell Grayson. Play made there. That's number 18. We said his name is a lot tonight. Trent Tompkins. Yeah, good run there. I mean, this UC Davis team has such a list of runners, and their blocking is just so amazing. They just know how to open up those, open up those lanes, and their runners know how to find them. Some trickery in the backfield. Tompkins taking it himself, and he picks up about eight or nine. Another tackle there from Grayson. You know, one thing Dixie State's going to have to take away from the film session when they look at this tomorrow or Monday morning is the placement of your tackles. What I mean by that is where you, where you, at the moment you're about to make the impact of the tackle, you have to find yourself in a positive position to make the tackle, and the most of the times tonight – Dixie State's been in the negative when it comes to that. They've been either too far to the right or too far to the left, not in a position to make a clean tackle on the legs or on the hips to bring down the runners. And because of that, there's just been way too many missed tackles and way too many missed opportunities to stop runs in in the middle of their pace. Yeah, Will Patton kind of got a little crossed up there at the linebacker position. We're doing an official review. I'm not sure what they're looking at. They're going to review the beauty of that last run. There he goes. 46-27. UC Davis leads over Dixie State. 
Yeah, I don't know what they're looking at, but a missed tackle there. Could it be? Grayson. Are they looking at helmet to helmet? I don't think that was helmet to helmet. That would be on Grayson. I don't. I don't. It's the only th- possible thing I can think of. Might be spot of the ball. <clears throat> yeah, I couldn't tell you. Uh, oh. Yeah, the targeting. He led with the crown of his helmet. You know, and nothing, but he hit. But he hit the shoulder pad. Nothing grind and small. See, that's rant. what I was saying. Small rant here. It it blows me away that these guys just constantly want to try and murder the person with the ball. But when they do that, two things: they either get penalized or they get hurt. Nothing good comes out of or they trying miss to a tackle. Or nothing good comes out of trying to spear someone. He's not he, trying to spear him. He, does. he leads with the crown of his. He's helmet. not trying to spear him. He's trying to wrap him up with his arms, well, and he, he hit him in the shoulder and the hit crown, him in the head. Led with the crown of well, his. Well, when helmet. you lean forward to make a tackle, the first thing. Yeah, but you can move your head head. on either side of the body. And I don't even play football that much. That was one of the first things I've ever got taught was if you're running at a certain direction towards someone, you put your head on a certain side of the body. You don't lead with the crown of your helmet. You're going to break your neck. When you you don't know if the running back is going to go to the left or the right, it's hard to put your head right where you want to put it. Yeah, you're all laughing over here, Martin, but this is a serious thing. You're th- you're throwing your head at a body full speed, and you're expecting to make a stop. That's my problem that I if have. If you're going to do that, you got to go for the legs. Or don't spear. Don't don't lead with your helmet. That's but all he I'm saying. he wasn't trying to spear him. But again. he did. And, th- and no. it doesn't matter. He led with the crown of his helmet. It doesn't matter if he was not trying to or if he didn't mean to. He did. That's all that matters is he led with his helmet. I'm That's telling what I'm you saying. on every single tackle... The farthest thing forward is the helmet. But you can avoid the person's body is what I'm saying. When it's going that fast and the defender is off balance, you don't know which way running back is going to go. It's it's hard to get a helmet to a certain side. He's right. That tackle right there we just saw in this BYU game, he didn't lead with his helmet, made a perfectly fine tackle. It can be done, except people just want to try and murder each other out there on the field, and that's yeah, just not a – it's not a way to, to, to play defense. Good drive here from the Aggies. That is Tompkins making his way down inside the five. The Aggies offense just keeps getting better, boys. Yeah, they do. They they just they just find one player and they plug him out and they put in another player. That's just all they're doing. Don't even need your starting quarterback out there, Rodriguez. Not needed as you are in a little trickery formation and crossing the plane is a touchdown for Lynn Larison and the Aggies we got a 50 burger 52 27 hey hey that spread that 30 point spread still in play could go (laughs) either way if you are betting man James I know you are a I am a, a betting, betting man. man. Only when you go to Mesquite, though, not here in Utah, because it is not wink, wink. legal yet. Yes, for the sports. Exactly. Everything I do is down in Mesquite. Yes, hundred percent, thousand percent. So, with that being said, if you were, if you were a betting man, James, if you were to have bet on this game legally in Mesquite, would you have bet? 
for Dixie State to cover the spread? You know, because of what happened last week and how they were down, and it, you even said it kind of just looked like they gave up. They did. So with that, that was in the back of my mind. So if this was a bet that I had actually pursued, I probably would have taken the points for UC Davis because of what happened last week about how they you said they kind of just gave up. I think the touchdown that they gave up before the half really sucked the crowd out of them. I mean, you had the opportunity to only go down four, maybe seven if they hit a long field goal. I mean, they were probably out of range, too. It was basically a Hail Mary in a busted coverage. It was just the way they gave up the touchdown, too. And the offense had had no success. And they they kind of knew that giving up that touchdown kind of put the game too out of reach for them. And so they, I said off the air, I thought their, their effort wasn't the same late in the second half. I thought their offense just did not come out ready. Two, three and outs in the third quarter. And they didn't pick up a single first down. So like... Late in the second half, it was it was yeah. It wasn't until Oblad came in and got those five first downs. That's why he's starting today. And yeah, I think he's I think he's won the job. Has he won the job? I don't know. I mean, I've seen this, but I've seen this story before. Some what do you one, say, James? One quarterback starts, another another quarterback starts. Well, the job switched. I I think it should be. You put up more points today than he did in eight quarters or seven quarters. I mean, he, whatever. he has more passing yards than. Then you're right. Then Wilson has in the eight quarters he's played. I'm talking about just, just points for the team. Yeah, points. Like 27 tonight. Points, mm-hmm. touchdown passes, uh, probably completions as well. Every stat that you could look at. And and on top of that, this is the best opponent they've played. Ranking-wise, Weber's a little bit better. But either way, you could make the argument. that Weber's not – are they still ranked? We, Weber State? What were they ranked last week? They were ranked – Twelve. They were ranked higher than that. It was like eighth or something. Were they? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So they're high. They're slightly higher. UC Davis is at fourteen, according to the ESPN mm. stream. But this but, goes back to what we were talking about in the pregame show. I told you that UC Davis likes to give up over two hundred yards in the past, so they don't have a particularly great pass defense. They have a very good particular run defense because they've kept Dixie State to fifty-eight yards on the ground, but they've given up two seventy-three in the past. So, I mean, it's led to them being in a bit of a hole here that they just can't get the running game to complement the offense. DSU trying to take everything that they can get. Is that return out to the 35-yard line? And it's kind of, I wouldn't say frustrating, but it's a little head-scratching for Dixie State to not have a backup because Seiji Luongo was the man the entire time that he was here. And I know it's a new coaching staff, so trying to get recruits, I get it. It's a little bit more difficult. But to not even have, you know, a reliable backup that you can give the ball to 15, 20 times a game and say, here you go, here's the keys to the offense, you can run it, kind of worries me, you know. They have that. It's called, his they name got, is called Quali Conley. He doesn't. We're take, talking about quarterback. No, quarterback. I'm talking about running backs. Oh, okay. But it just seems like they don't. They should have done some like better recruiting to possibly get a guy who has the same traits as CJ Luongo because it didn't matter if that guy was running left, right, up, or down. He was going to get yards every carry no matter what. Well, we'll talk about a running back who is actually in St. George 
who maybe one day will find his way onto the Dixie State roster, Keith Adams. Martin, you called it in the Region 10 tailgate live show. In our predictions, you asked who's going to have the most rushing yards of any any player in Region 10. And you said, Keith Adams, you were right. He had over 250 yards on the ground last night. Maybe he could be the back of the future for Dixie State. Somebody. I mean, just, I haven't seen anything. You know, Martin raves about how great these running backs are. I just haven't seen anything. I mean, nothing has wowed me to this point, but then again, I mean, up until tonight, I wasn't really wowed at all by this offense, but today, today they've kind of they've kind of shut me up a little bit. Yeah. They've, they've four touchdowns, but it's still the running game that is still non-existent. And Oblad complete Complete to Fisher, and that might be a targeting call. James, is that a targeting call? I mean, they definitely should look at it. Nine minutes left in the game. I know it's out of, but you still got to keep the players safe. Beautiful throw on the post route. Split the cover, too. Yeah, that. I mean, it looks like he gets away with the shoulder there at the end, but it was, yeah, that was very close. Good throw from Oblad. He looks to his right. Got a man, same player right back to David Fisher this time on a shorter post called that a slant Fisher going to make his way to the sideline and Dixie's going to try to keep the pace going they're right at midfield two receivers to the left one to the top Conley in the backfield here's the throw and it's oh almost intercepted throw in traffic attempted Jalen Powell. And I just don't really understand that decision at all. I mean, you got two corners sitting right there. I mean, you had your guy do a comeback route, and he just kind of stayed there. He didn't, like, go for the ball or anything when it was thrown towards him. So, you know, it's little plays like that that just make me think, you know, you're down by this much. Why not just give the backups a chance? I mean, you have no chance of coming back in this game. And pass is complete. That's a first down. That one complete, number 13, Ricky Johnson. So just taking what the defense gives you, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. You found a wide-open target down on the far end of the field, and Jacob kind of driving here a couple plays now where they seem like they're one broken tackle away from going to the house. I'll pull up those first down stats because I know it's probably – a better first down comparison than we've seen in the last couple of games. And here's a throw towards the end zone. That's picked off by the safety, making a return. And he's finally wrapped up at the 22-yard line. Play made there by number 14, and I think, Chris uh, Venable. I think he just forgot the safety was there, Jacob, because on the screen, for just a second, he burned the corner out on the outside. And then all of a sudden, the safety comes flying in. So... To me, it just seemed like Oblad didn't see the safety there. Yeah, he was looking kinda, towards the left. He threw it back to the right by and, that and, time. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. When you stare down a receiver like that, uh, bad plays are going to happen he for tried you. To, he tried to look left be- at the beginning of the play. But I think he recognized that his corner got beat and that he was going to have to cover that guy. And he kind of maybe saw that play opening up before Oblad did. Here's the throw on offense for the Aggies. That one going nowhere. Colby Williams throwing guys down in the backfield. And a good heads-up play by the corner right there, making sure that the guy does not get past him. And 
making a stop before anything can happen, avoids a nice little stiff arm and just kind of ragdolls him to the ground. Coming up later in the broadcast, at the end of this game, we'll have the Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln post-game show. And there's a fumble on the shotgun snap. I think they're going to blow that one dead when the ball hit the ground. Seven minutes left in this game. Clock is running for the most part. You see the replay on there. Low snap. Rodriguez just tried fighting back to the line of scrimmage. And this is a third and seven for the Aggies. Dixie State. Four linemen down. Bit of a 4-3. There's the throw complete to the tight end. And wrapped up by Nash and Grayson. So the Aggies pick up the first down on the money. That throw complete. It's to number 40, the tight end. That is Garen O'Keefe. Garen. Garen. That's my new favorite player for the Aggies. Nice. Can you, uh, any Garen guarantees? Any guarantees for tomorrow? For the rest of this game? Or for tomorrow, too. Either one. My guarantees for the rest of the game. Any guarantees? Uh, UC Davis will not throw another interception. Okay. That's a guarantee. Is if they throw it, uh, that's not very smart. More yards for Gilliam. What is he up to now? He's got to have a crazy day. On the ground, Gilliam Jr., 178-3 touchdowns in 26 attempts. Also has a receiving touchdown. What's his first name? His first name. Let me pull this back up. His first name is Yulonzo. Feed Yulonzo. And there he is. Oh, that's not him. That's Rodriguez stumbling out across the 10-yard line. Another good drive from the Aggies. So 53-27, 5-40 and counting on the clock. You have first and 10 in the red zone. Dixie State's defense looking pretty tired out there. Well, yeah, when you can't get off the field and your offense can't stay on the field for very long, your defense is going to get very tired. And that is the formula to breaking down a defense. Man in motion. Here's the throw to Gilliam. Complete. Looking for his fifth touchdown of the day, but he's knocked out of bounds. Williams there to protect the end zone. Yeah, You know he wants that fifth touchdown. You know mm-hmm. his mind's on it. And you know that they're going to go to him every play until they get into the end zone. So, I mean, if I'm Dixie State, I'm putting two guys on him. Make someone else score. Yeah, I got to put basically everybody in the box. Shotgun set. Got a tight end to the right. Two receivers. Gilliam. Ulonzo Gilliam. And he's going to get the ball. Nope, it's a quarterback keeper. Fooled me. Rodriguez takes it himself for the touchdown. And in college, you can get away with a play like that. You know, a nice little read option. Use the guy in motion as your back guy. He gets a perfect block on the edge from his tackles. An easy six points, Jacob. Can't draw it up any better than that. That was a great play. We were 
expecting. Everyone thought Gilliam was going to get it, get his fifth touchdown. Beautiful pull and keep from Rodriguez. So here is the extra point. It's up. And it's good. 60-27 to 27 in California. Dixie State on the road in their first official away game of the D1 FCS schedule. We'll be right back. Jacob, James, and Martin Kelly all here bringing you Trailblazer football brought to you by Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln here on 91 Through the Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org message from Feeding America. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, and of course, companionship. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. Fantastic cat. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. Welcome back to the dog show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch snuggling, ball chasing, face licking, and of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
Hey, welcome back, St. George. Got a football game going on, 60-27. to 27. The Aggies leading the Trailblazers out in California. DSU on the road. First away game of the fall schedule. Pistol set. Quali Conley in motion. Here's the handoff to Conley. Conley cutting it back. Trying to make something happen. Picks up six yards on the ground. There's the running backs of Dixie State that know how to play with some emphasis right there. Call Quali Conley, wow. a freshman running back. Just, man, the kid's good. Man, everybody's getting roasted today. Oh, he's a good running back. I don't understand it. He is a good running back. And alone in the backfield is Oblad. He gets rid of it to Powell. Powell picks up the first down. Just good comeback. Curl route back to Oblad there from Powell. It's just a great, great catch right there. And Powell now up to 21 targets. He's got 12 grabs on the day. He's two away from tying the Trailblazer record. Yeah, but he needs that one touchdown to compliment it all. It's great to get all those yards and catches, but without a touchdown, it seems like you're missing something. Even if he does score a touchdown, losing by 25 is nothing to, to celebrate about. So just get the <clears throat> catches. Powell across the middle on the slant route. He's racking them up, boys. I think the record might fall. If it does, it's to a good football player in Jalen Powell. He's been with Coach Paul Peterson at Snow College, came with him to Dixie State University. He knows his offense. He's blossoming it from the spring, from last, uh, from the season before in the fall, 2019. He's just been a very good football player for this program. And stepping out to the left, here's a throw from Oblad, making a man miss is Conley and a stiff arm. Just, Love it. Again, good run there by Conley. He's a very tough running back. He likes to use his stiff arms. He likes to use all that quickness in his feet and kind of make you miss a tackle here and there. He's, he does have that ability to go downhill, but he also has that ability to make a man miss. 60-27 to 27 is your score. Three minutes left on the clock in the ball game. Dropping back his Oblod once again. Trying to make something happen. Getting spun. His feet. Throws to the sideline. Just gets rid of it. Good decision there by Oblad. Don't take the sack. Stay off of it a little bit. Let him come back to you. And he almost got that catch, but still, you got Oblad has looked very good today. Coming from UNLV to Dixie State, transferring from an FBS school to an FCS school, he doesn't look like he's missed a beat. Oblad gets the snap. Looking deep. Pump fakes and throws. That one is. In the other hands, whoa, was that picked? Might have been picked. That is absolutely ridiculous. They were trying to give Powell the the record right there. <laughs> Instead, just an unfortunate That looked like Powell had the ball. He rolled over, and it popped up, and then it was picked, and they are still celebrating. They're rubbing it in. Yeah, it, it, Jacob, it's like you going up against a fight in an elementary kid. Like, you're going to win. You don't yeah. need to celebrate it. Like, it's just too much. You're up by 33. I just, it's not a good Let's look. Let's look at the replay here. I want to know what happened. So, Powell got his hands under the ball. When yeah, he, he rolled it. up, yeah, he kicked, he it, kicked it with up. his knee. Yeah. And that's the second time Powell has tipped a ball up in the air that's been picked. It's just the placement of the ball. This really is. This, this comes down to that. It doesn't come down to the catch. It doesn't come down to the throw. It's just placement <laughs> of the ball. James is holding back his laughter right now. That one handoff. Now we got the backups in the game, folks. <clears throat> now they do? Yes. Oh. Now 
now after five. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's garbage time. You might as well get the players in. Don't risk any injuries here. I mean, negative Nancy over there, man. I swear. Negative Nancy. How about truthful Terry? Can I be truthful Terry? I haven't met a girl named Nancy under the age of 40 in my life. (laughs) That's why it's negative Norm. (laughs) Or negative Ned. Orbit screen. Here's the quarterback keeper. This is checking into the game. Number seven, Miles Hastings. So this is the third quarterback we've seen. Line up under center for the Aggies. Jeez, this seems like a good opportunity for our good old pal Easton Smith, isn't it, to get in some action? I know he's an assistant coach now, but, I mean, that guy had an arm. I don't understand why he didn't get a shot, you know, a couple of years ago, but good to see him on the coaching staff. Yeah, he did a good job. He got Orr over there at Crimson Cliffs looking like a good quarterback. When Chase Hansen comes back from his broken collarbone, he got the starting quarterback. has been there for a couple of years with Crimson Cliffs, that defense. Man, we were talking to Dane earlier today as he was doing his show as we get an incomplete pass here. Shout out to the Styling Hawaiian. I mean, it's just, I mean, they've changed that program around so much from their first season to now. It's very impressive what they've done. They got the former offensive coordinator from Dixie State over there as well. So that's where the connections come in there and to that. So, you know, Crimson Clips is turning the corner over there. UC Davis is going to turn the ball over and give it right back over to Dixie State, who will probably eat up the last minute and 48 of this game. Wow, is Bad Beats going to come up, Jacob? They're teasing with that 30 and a half. If Dixie State gets some kind of garbage time field goal. Yeah, for the for the three people who bet on this game. <laughs> the three sports college fanatics. Yeah, the three people who just had to get this game in. Yeah. Add it to some super long parlay. They said, ah, who's Dixie State? I'm going to take the points. <laughs> 60 to 27, under two minutes left in the ball game. I'll remind y'all, stick around. Whether you're driving around in your car, listening to our website or app, the TuneIn app, wherever you're at, listening to Jacob, James, and Martin. Got to remind you, the Ken Garf, St. George, Ford Lincoln postgame show is coming up very shortly. 11.35 local time here in St. George. This this has been a long ball game. It's folks. been the highest scoring it's, one. Yeah, it's it's a uh, three hours and thirty five minutes of game time so far. And James, I know the the games we've done, the two ones we went and did earlier in the year, those were about three hours and ten minutes. I think they've progressively have slowly gotten longer. Yes, but nevertheless, we love commentating Dixie State football. Well, that's why I love volleyball so much, because you can be in and out in 90 minutes. <laughs> True. And but today come, today was about two hours, so. I mean, some, some matches are going to, some yeah, some matches go five games, some matches so, yeah, go five three sets, games. Five sets, three sets, yeah. So it really just depends. But today wasn't too bad. It was a little over two hours, so it wasn't that bad at all. Check out James and the girls' volleyball team for Dixie State on ESPN+. Plus. That's where you can watch them play and hear James's commentary behind it, our volleyball team. One of the better sports teams we have on campus. We're excited for their season. One minute left in the ball game. James, definitely got to think about the bad beats, like you said. Yeah, you know, I think they, uh, they're, they, oh no. Intercepted! <laughs> they're going to say it hit the, hit the ground. 
I yeah, you're gonna have to obviously look at this, but and here's the replay. Good angle at it. And oh, there is a new quarter. Oh wow! Oh, the nose no. of the that football hit, the ground. Hit, the it hit the ground. So it is a new quarterback. Who is that quarterback? Is Kobe that the, sixteen? Is Kobe Tracy? Is that the fourth one? They gave that other guy like three plays and said you're done. Didn't you say there was another quarter? Or was that for that was for oh yeah, that was for UC? Oh, okay, but uh, Dixie has five quarterbacks on the roster. They have Cody Wilson, Kenyon Oblad. They have Kobe Tracy in the game right now. You got Caleb Hatch. As well, is there is there only four? Is there a say, I thought there back? Was, I thought there was five. I see Oblat, Hatch, Tracy. That's all I see. Willstead, and then the guy that's in right now. No, that's that's, that's that's Tracy. So there is only four. I thought there was five. Well, five quarterbacks might be too much anyway. Here's the drop back from Tracy. Let's see what he can do. Throws it over to the middle. That one complete. Going to be a first down. They're driving. They're on the 20. First down picked up there by Ricky Johnson. You know, James, do you think they would go for the field goal? Oh, man. I don't know if they'd go for the field goal, but they're definitely trying to get a touchdown here. <laughs> that much I do know. If they kick the field goal, that'll, that'll be funny. <laughs> I hope that ends up. On bad beats. What'll be tonight or tomorrow? It'll night? be tonight. And here's the throw from Tracy complete. He's got a man. Okay. That man is McEwen. Now they're in the 20. So I don't know, Jacob. I think they're really trying to get some last second, like, hey, let's not feel so sorry for ourselves. Yeah. Kind of a touchdown. I want it to be a field goal. And though. Tracy, I don't know. Bad maybe, beats. Maybe if he scores a touchdown Four, here. Three, two, one. Game is over. Really? That's the play you do with no time left? I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, no time left. You, know, you just air it out. Just say screw it and huck it up there. And who cares what happens? You know, you just can't do a four-yard in. That's, to me, that's you quitting. Ball game, folks. 27 to 60. That's a wrap from California. UC Davis on top. Took care of business like... We expected in this one. But Dixie State had a lot to show that we hadn't seen in the first two games of the year. We'll break it all down in the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln post game show when we come back. Quick break, and we'll dive into the stats, what happened in the second half. We'll look ahead in the season schedule and talk about who they face next. Don't go anywhere. Jacob James and Martin bringing you Dixie State football on 91 3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken. Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics. 
four quarters in the books. That means it's a wrap. Trailblazer football is done. But we're not done with the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln postgame show. It's starting right now. Welcome in. Final score from Cali, 60-27. to 27. The Aggies took care of business, actually covered the spread as well, getting the 33-point victory. Some quick stats from this game. Kenyon Noblad got the start over Cody Wilstead. We were all kind of surprised to see that. But Oblad did play well in the drives he had at the very end of the Weber State game, and that was why Coach gave him the nod. In this one, Oblad, he did throw five picks. That is not good, but he had four touchdowns, 342 yards on 32 of 58. Those are all really good stats. Overall, I think a good performance from your quarterback, Kenyon Oblad. How about the running backs? Not a lot of rushing yards. They only had 53 on the ground tonight with Oblad losing 27 from the sacks. But you saw Robles have 61. Martin, he actually outperformed Conley in the running department. Yeah, I don't I don't know why they I I Robles is in and Conley have shown a lot of progress over the season. They'll get better at the running games when they split the carries together, but 17 carries between both of them, not even close to 100 yards is it's not where you want to go with the running game, not even a touchdown on the ground either. The longest run was only 21 yards. You've got to fix the running game. You've got to fix the balance set of this offense. Otherwise, they're going to struggle all season, and it's just it's not really helping out the team. But, again, Jalen Powell, I mean, excuse me, Drew Robles and Quali Conley, they played a really good game today. They'll learn from their mistakes. So go back into the film room. They'll see what they've done wrong, and they'll come back out ready for next week. And Powell... We kind of jinxed it on the broadcast. We started talking about the Dixie State receptions record in a single game, which is 14, way back in 2013. Jalen Powell had 13 receptions. The record was 14. On that 14th grab he could have had, he lost. He coughed it up in the air. That was the second ball in the day that he tipped up in the air, and it was intercepted. But nevertheless, he had a great game, 107 yards. He did. Technically... 15 were caught off of his hands. So you, you want to give him 15 <laughs> No, I grand. don't. I don't. But, but. <laughs> uh, it's no surprise. I'll just name him right now. Yulonzo Gilliam Jr. was by far the player of the game tonight. 26 carries, 178 yards, three touchdowns. If they really wanted to, they could have had him go out and get 200, but no need for that. They're passing only attempted 22 total passes. I mean, your main guy, Rodriguez, barely had to do anything. He did throw a pick, but had a touchdown and overall just moved the troops. Kept handing the ball off to Gilliam Jr. And if you can hand off the ball to a running back like that, you're going to get a victory. Some of these key team stats. First downs. This is really surprising. Dixie State had 33 first downs. What? Compared to only five up until the very I think that might be a typo. Week. There's absolutely no way that they've gotten that many. Here's what first I'll tell downs. you: they from after the first quarter, they started moving the ball. They they didn't punt to start the drives very often. But if that's correct, Dixie State with a huge improvement in that category and the third down conversions. I'm very impressed by that as well. Nine for seventeen on third downs. That's a huge, huge boost. In percentage from the last couple of weeks. 
9 of 17. You are right about that. Let's look at some individual performers for Dixie State, particularly the defense. Tyrell Grayson had himself an amazing day. 19 total tackles. Wow, how often do you see that? How about Malaki? Malaki as well with nine. Darius Nash with seven. And Devin Perkins with the pick. Yeah, you know, 19 tackles is impressive, but you don't want that from your safety. That no. means you're getting burned a lot. The running backs are getting to the second level and beating the linebackers. So, yeah, I'll, I'll applaud you for 19 tackles, and I'll give you that, but it, it's not good if it's your safety. He's your strong safety. He's supposed to kind of play like an outside linebacker. Well, what happens, you see it, when he makes a tackle, it's often after giving up a first down because he does play 10 yards back. That's where he's – yeah, I, I get that. I get that. He also had a lot of tackles on special teams too, so I will say that. But quick update from the BYU game. Looks like BYU has this one in the wraps, and oh. they're going to get – No, don't say that. <laughs> well, at least don't my say that. better. Yeah, at least Martin's going to get another five bucks out of my hand. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I'll never see that money. Wait, so it's still 21-17. I know Arizona State was driving. 27-17. Oh, they scored again? Yeah. yeah. How much time? Like four minutes? Yeah, four, 40 seconds. So you want to oh, Venmo, yeah. Venmo me that $5 I guess I can right Venmo now? You. Yeah, I guess I can do that. Yeah, I'll do that. You talking about your bet from Mesquite no, earlier I'm, in the day, huh? No, I'm talking about the handshake we just had with Martin. Yeah. Yeah, that's legal. There's nothing against that. No, I can bet my like... fr- I can bet my friend that. There's no rule against that. At so least I, I won something against you. <laughs> can never win. Yeah, anything it won't be against... an argument. That's for sure. Well, because you just <laughs> your takes. You go so far left with your takes, man. It doesn't even make sense sometimes. It's been a roast session here in the Jennings Studios. We're enjoying it. We enjoyed this one. This has been the third game of the year. For the Trailblazers. Next week, they have a bye. They do not play. There's no game next week for Trailblazer football. But I'll tell you what. Mark down your calendars. Dixie State is at South Dakota State. They're the third-ranked team in FCS. Who knows? They could be number one by the time that week rolls around. The game will be 6 p.m. Central Time. That means 7 o'clock here. In St. George, that is October 2nd, Saturday. I will be back on the call for that game. We're looking forward to it, but to wrap this one in a bow, 60-27 to 27 over the Trailblazers, the Aggies of UC Davis get the win behind the player of the night performance from Ulonzo Gilliam Jr. For Martin Kelly, for James Garrett, and me, Jacob Zimmerman, a.k.a. DJ Zim, the sports director here at 91 through the blaze. This is Trailblazer Football. Have a good night. This is 91 through the blaze. You've been listening to Dixie State Athletics on Radio Dixie 91.3, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. For more information on Dixie State Athletics, DixieStateAthletics.com. Thanks for listening to Radio Dixie.